gentlemen. My name is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming in here. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever. There's a one. There's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. We're back. We are back. It is Thursday, August 1st, 2019. We're the podcast of the millennium. Welcome into Three Count Thursday. This week we have tons to talk about, including RIP to a true legend, AEW prepares for history, and a Hall of Famer returns. But first, our show is brought to you by... Alicia's pillows and things. If you're decorating your home, you want it to reflect your taste and your likes. So why not add decor that reflects your sports, movie, or TV fandom? Alicia's pillows and things is your hookup. They feature pillows and stools and more with all your favorite teams and characters. Log on to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's pillows and things tab on the homepage and place your order. And also our new sponsor is Cool Eye Cover. You can imagine we're talking about sunglasses. Summer is here, still here. It's August. It's running out, but it's still here. And as uh, as you know, we all need sunglasses. They have a great deal. Cool Eye Cover is a great deal. As an NGSC Sports partner, if you email esgmarketingsolutions at gmail.com, they'll give you a 50% discount on your first pair of glasses. Visit www.cooleyecover.com and choose your glasses to receive the discount. Remember, you must email esgmarketingsolutions at gmail.com to get the coupon. And we want to thank Cool Eye Cover for joining NGSC Sports as a sponsor. Guys, how you doing this week? Tim and Ryan, everybody back in studio. Ever the, the team is back together. No live show last week. That was a little weird. That was odd. I was a little under the weather. Yeah. But, uh, but we're back. We're at the full strength. The weather was over you. Was it? I don't you know. We're under it, yes. Oh well, yeah, you're right. That's how it would be. I've never, I've over. never much heard it uh, said that way. But I guess you would be. I mean, right. am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong. That's what matters. Not wrong. That is what matters. I uh, need to tell you guys, I'm probably not going to be here next week. What the f? Yeah, I don't know. Things happen. I'm getting a little tired. You know of this. that, like, we we do this every Thursday, right? Why would you not be here? It's next like week? an every other Thursday thing. I thought. No, nope, no, it's it's like every week, bro. Look, I'm. When did that change? Um, it's like always been that oh, way. Come on, my guy. For like pretty much the better part of like five years. What if we bring just like a spoonful of? Why sand? would you not be here? I might be going to the beach again. I'm having withdrawal. 
I've been back for a whole two days, and I can't can stand we, it. Can you know, you're an you, asshole. Can we get you a little Zen garden instead? Yeah. Like, just sure. like a, we can rate, you can play in the sand here. A, a nice little Zen garden. Yeah. I'll think about it. Okay, I gotta find a fucking Zen garden. I have one. Must be nice <laughs> to take vacation. I have one. Okay. Jim, come down. Eat some grotto pizza with us. Well, not everybody can live on vacation, Ryan. Some people have to be here and actually host the podcast. That's that's Just also saying. a factual statement. Just saying. Now, tonight we will have a guest. She'll be joining us here. If only our camera tripod was mobile. If only. <laughs> Just a couple of minutes. <laughs> Shit. You, are you going to pay the data? We don't get enough. We don't get money here. That's fair. Oh, that's you don't have point. unlimited data? No, we don't have. Who? I don't have unlimited data. You don't have unlimited data? What? I don't have unlimited data. I don't have unlimited data. Uh, well, no, 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 seriously. No. You're a grown adult and you don't have unlimited data? Yes. I've had the same cell phone plan for like 12 years. <sighs> plus. Plus 12 years. Does it have rollover? If it's been 12 years and you're not like... Uh, we've blown we've blown the, the, the rollover a few times. Pornhub, huh? Yeah, you haven't. I, oh, fuck, I'm not on the Wi-Fi. God, God damn it, yeah. why is the Wi-Fi not working? We've been there. I hear you. Um... <laughs> We do have a guest tonight. It's still buffering. Uh, she's a ring announcer. She's a backstage shit. interviewer. I'm sorry. Uh, she's a show host, a producer for various companies, Fight TV and more. Brittany Nicole will be joining us here in just a few minutes. If you're following along in the live video, we appreciate it. Give it a like. Give it a share. Um, also, uh, indie shows this week in the Monster Factory. Uh, this Saturday night, 7 p.m., Paulsboro, New Jersey at the world-famous Monster Factory, also WXWC4's Tribal Showdown at Game Changer World in Allentown. That is also on Saturday uh, at 6 p.m. Um, before we get to our guest when she calls in, and, and feel free to leave comments in the uh, in the live video there. We'll get to them as, as the show go on, goes on and interact with us. But um, earlier today, unfortunately, um, WWE Hall of Famer, seven-time Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion Harley Race passed away at the age of 76. Uh, he debuted in 1960. He worked with AWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, the WWF, and WCW. Um, I mean, obviously, legendary feuds with Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, uh, and so many more. Um, again, seven uh, world uh, world t- championships uh, with the NWA, combined, a combined 1,799 days. He is one of just six men to be inducted into the WWE, NWA, Professional Wrestling, and Wrestling Observer Newsletter Halls of Fame. Um, and he uh, he started the uh, Harley Races Wrestling Academy back in 1999. Uh, it is now based in Troy, Missouri. He is survived by three children uh, and five grandchildren. Um, I mean, if, if, I mean, I I was never. Uh, you know, I, I, it was, he was mostly before my time, um, which is a shame. I mean, I, I do remember him, you know, vaguely, uh, during his time in like WCW, WWF, but, um, I mean, it, the, the name is, is synonymous with wrestling legends. So, um, obviously, you know, the, 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 the tributes that poured out, uh, this afternoon, once the, uh, the news broke, the, the first person that I saw break the news was, uh, was Dustin Rhodes. Uh, but it very quickly made the rounds. Um, so, of course, our, our our thoughts are with his uh, his family uh, and his and his friends at this time. I mean, I like I, I don't. I, it, unfortunately, it's it, it is one of those one of those legends that I that I don't have like a favorite Harley Race moment, favorite Harley Race match. You know, and it's it's probably by my you know by my own uh, 
just the lack of going back and watching, admittedly. But uh, I mean, obviously a, a legend. I don't know if you guys have any anything else to add, but but uh, I I would be very wrong if I if I didn't mention that to uh, to start the show. Yeah, I mean Harley Race is definitely one of the big proponents on uh, the rise of Ric Flair. Um, I believe Ric Flair won his first and second NWA titles from Harley race. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was definitely good. Uh, there's a lot of great memories for Harley race that are around. Um, of course I'm a WCW kid. So I remember Harley race from the early nineties managing Lex Luger, managing, um, big van, big van Vader, uh, seven times the world's champion. Um, but Harley race, even then, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing from the grand Akuma. Um, he synonymous with like the phrase, like a wrestler being a badass. Um, he was one of those wrestlers that was like hardcore before hardcore, but he didn't do like hardcore moves, but he was definitely a big bruiser, a big brawler. Um, and, and was definitely triple tough, um, especially coming out of a rabid wrestling city back in the, the day, like St. Louis, um, with Mushnick and, and the, and the sort. So, um, Harley race definitely would be missed. He left his, his, his footprint is much wider than, uh, what you would think. And I mean, he was also responsible. He was added along with, um, Randy Orton during that legend killer run. Um, yes. If you remember, yes. Randy Orton hocked the loogie into Harley Race's face um, at uh, before he spat in uh, Foley's face. He he got one for Harley Race at ringside in St. Louis as well. So, yeah, yeah. Ryan, you are aware that you. I know you're doing something with your camera, but the thing you did to me was called on our camera. By the way, yeah. Okay, just making sure you yeah. remember that. Like that's. The, your your little hand cam there, not yeah. the only camera. No, that's fine. That we're that's using. Fine. Okay, just I, make, def- I decided we would try a little bit of uh, just a behind the scenes. Why? That's good. On, on the that's Twitter. That's good. On, on the on the on the Twitter. Um, we we will have our guest Brittany Nicole here in just a second. I Ernie forgot about the other camera. Ernie, very very quickly here. You you uh, posted a question. Do you ever see WWE going out of business? What would have to happen for that? Uh, Pretty much the McMahon family would probably just have to not want it anymore. Yeah, I wrote that down, actually, is something we could probably well, we, we'll, talk we'll, about. We'll It'd probably be more, more easier to talk about when we cover AEW and their, yes, I think that, their, their what's, huge announcement. What's the name of, of Vince McMahon's theme song? Like his entrance theme? Um, what is that? What is that? How do the lyrics go? No Chance There's in Hell? No Chance in Hell. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that's to that. Because I think it is a... At least an interesting question to digest a little bit, but we will do that. We after. like to digest things. <laughs> yes, we do. A lot. But we'll do that after we get to our guest, and, and she is on the line with us right now. Brittany Nicole, she's a ring announcer, a backstage interviewer, a show host, a producer for various companies, Fight TV, and much more. Brittany, welcome in to Three Count Thursday. How are you? Hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on. It uh, it is our pleasure. We're we're glad you can join us, and uh, and we're going to jump right into this. Um, you know, everybody that, that oh, Lord. that's that's, <laughs> that's that's followed our show, Hit the uh, ground running, knows that we have uh, that we've been wrestling fans like our entire life. So, at what age did you 
become a fan of wrestling and 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 was was there you know a, a wrestler a match an event that, that that pulled you in what exactly brought you into this uh this wacky world um is is in the womb too young? Is that is that? No, a I think thing? that's appropriate. Can I, can I say that it was in the womb in the womb that sure. it started? Because yeah. my my mother like grew up watching wrestling, and they watched uh, up. I'm from Ohio, from up near Cleveland, and they watched big time wrestling like every awesome. Saturday. And so she she watched wrestling, and so that's kind of how I got into it when I was born. And my cousins they were boy cousins they lived next door and they were really into wrestling so it kind of was just always in my blood I guess I was being the only girl I was the one who got thrown around a lot because I was easy to toss around so that was that was how I got started but match wise I mean I grew up of course because of my age you know I, I grew up in the attitude era um and a little bit before and then a lot after. But, I mean, I grew up in the Attitude Era. And so, I, of course, like, Stone Cold stuck out. Undertaker stuck out. Shawn Michaels has always been my, like, I, he he can never do any wrongs for me, right. ever. I, even though he's done a lot of wrong, he could still never do any wrong. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but uh, Dusty Rhodes has always been, like, Dusty Rhodes is one of, one of my idols. Um, I, I've read his books i've learned a lot from just watching his his teachings and and especially watching paul Heyman, who learned, learned a lot from him and everything so i would say dusty rose is my top but like Shawn michaels is still kind of on a pedestal for me when sure. it comes to that but yeah i was yeah in the womb if, if that answers all of your questions i remember the rest of the question yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no that's uh it was like rapid it was rapid fire rapid fire yeah we we come in quick we yeah. come we come in hot to start the and interview we, even, we have a rapid fire question to, to wrap up kind of our interview with you so that's always a, a really fun I didn't, spot i didn't know i didn't know this was my political debate but i'm really excited about it so. <laughs> welcome aboard welcome yeah. aboard yeah yeah um <laughs> notice jim how she didn't say bret hart so I, I like her I, already. Yeah, I did. I, did I like her already. That. That's, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Bret Hart's okay. Right? Yeah, Jim. He's probably gonna come and murder. He's Ooh. gonna. He's gonna <laughs> murder him in the middle of the night or something. Tell me how you really feel about me. <laughs> Jim really appreciate it if you told me. Jim's our heart mark of the group, so uh, I always like to rub that in when when people don't bring up Bret Hart. Um, because they're right. Um, so what what really made you want to be involved in like the independent wrestling scene? Um, and who, in your opinion, is, is the kind of the best backstage interviewer? Like, how did you want to become a backstage interviewer? Well, um, when I was young, I thought I was going to become a wrestler. And so I was, like, adamant that, like, when I turned 19, I was going to move to Florida. I was going to start training and become a wrestler. And I moved to New Orleans instead and was like, well, close enough. <laughs> and so I, I live in New Orleans and, like, just kind of fell out of wrestling when I first moved here when I was 19 I, I moved at, and I just kind of fell out of watching it and then Wrestlemania 30 came to town and I was like man I still really love wrestling so I went to Wrestlemania 30 and I did all the activities and stuff like that they had that whole weekend and I was like well I'm at this point where I, I could still beat up my body but I don't want to I was like mm, I think I want to be more of the media standpoint I want to be the guide through the entertainment I want to help push the stories and be a part of things behind the scenes and, and work through all of that so 
I called my mother like after WrestleMania was over and was like, I think I'm going to try to get a job as like a ring announcer and interviewer and stuff in wrestling. And she was like, uh, okay. And literally like a month later, I was like, hey, I got a job as a ring announcer and interviewer in wrestling Absolutely. because I just, and people are like, how'd you do that? I'm like, well, I lied. <laughs> yep. I got myself, got myself in, said that I could, I could do it. And I taught myself how yep. to do it by watching, you know, I, of course, for renouncing, I watched like Lillian Garcia and stuff. And I actually did watch a little bit of like Bruce Buffer, Michael Buffer, just to kind of make it not so cliche mm -hmm. when it came to announcing. Um, for interviews and stuff like that, I mean, obviously, like, me, there's no one compared to Mean Gene. Absolutely. I mean, that's just good. That's a given. There's just no one, you know. And. So I watched a lot of Mean Gene, and then I also just kind of watched sports interviewers, you know, because a lot of the women's sports interviewers now of the days just kind of take on their own little persona and stuff. So I just kind of, and then I just kind of added my own, like, little New Orleans flavor in, in my personality and was like, here you go, me, nice. Brittany Nicole, ta-da. There you go. Um, yeah, so that's that's how, how it came into being was that I was like, well, not gonna be I'm not gonna be a wrestler but I, I still want to entertain and I still want to be a part of this crazy wacky <laughs> wrestling world and so media was became became my thing and so I, I really enjoy it yeah I mean you're talking to three guys who do backstage interviews and ring announcing and color commentary and play-by-play -play because we didn't want to beat our bravati so that uh that answer resonated I think with all of us yeah, and me especially. Yeah. yeah, like me especially. I follow a similar uh, path you did, getting involved in my first promotion, taking a a little bit of information that like seems uh, stretching. Not only call it a lie, but like stretching the truth, saying that you have a little more experience than you actually do. Like, mm -hmm. like I was like, I work in oh, yeah. I, I worked in radio and. I did work in radio, but I did radio promotions. I wasn't actually on the radio talking, right. but give me a microphone. I'll be okay. <laughs> I think everything will be just fine. So um, you did mention that you like to add a little NOLA flavor, uh, New Orleans flavor to, uh, to what you do. Uh, for those of us who aren't familiar, uh, can you explain a little bit about what the atmosphere is like in the New Orleans wrestling scene? And what's your favorite thing about the culture in New Orleans besides like the the food I'm, I'm glad you said that you added new orleans wrestling scene because when you said what the culture is in new orleans instantly i was like drunk yeah That's the culture <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> in the in the new orleans wrestling scene i mean it's so i mean louisiana itself has such a rich history in wrestling right you know and so it's so great to see all of these New Orleans wrestlers who are a lot of the wrestlers are born and raised here, like in Louisiana, in New Orleans, in the suburbs, like Shelmet and stuff like that. And so they kind of take a pride into having bringing in modern, you know, wrestling, but also still keeping it old school in certain ways to keep all ages entertained because we have a lot in New Orleans and outside, we have a lot of a generation gap when it comes to the love of wrestling. There's yep. either like really old school people who like remember it back in the day when Mid South was here, right? Uh, or you have, or you have, you know, the young kids who like, you know, love Daniel Bryan and and know no one do, doesn't know anyone older than John Cena. Like you know, like it, it's it's one of those things. That you have this this 
gap. And Elevate Pro, one of the companies I work for, they just recently um, got booked to do a show at the Frederick J. Seeger Civic Center on October 12th. And that Civic Center hasn't had wrestling in it since ECW. And before that, it hadn't had wrestling in it since Mid-South. So it's like really cool to have that kind of heritage where we're finally getting this building that hasn't had wrestling since back then and like start bringing wrestling back into that community and stuff. So it's, it's everything And new Orleans itself is all historical. So everything always has a little bit of like historical pride to it. When, when you do something here in new Orleans. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of new Orleans pride just from my following of sports and in hearing, uh, Exactly. But hearing different uh, analysts and commenters on sports like Michael Smith, who grew up in New Orleans, talk about like there's a big pride in things that are their own, like the big pride in the Saints, big pride in in the Pelicans and and big pride, obviously, in the heritage that you have left uh, with with the with the Civic Center, of course, and and other things. So it's, it's really cool to hear that that legacy doesn't just stop at sports, but it carries on down as well. Yeah. It's, it's really amazing. You know, the, during your ring announcing and backstage interviewing segments that you said you found ways to set yourself apart. A lot of times pulling from these influences from new Orleans. Can you give us an example of, uh, you know, what you would rely on or even some pop culture references that you rely on? Um, for new Orleans itself, a lot of pop culture references. If we, if we do any kind of wrestling thing, obviously we pull a lot from, I mean, you know, you've got junkyard dog and stuff like that here. So we'll pull, we'll pull a lot of mid South stuff. If we're referencing to kind of get the crowd going and, and moving. Um, when it comes to interviews though, it's just more of kind of a new Orleans personality. Like it is known as the big easy. So it's one of those things of like, I'll come in nice and sweet, but if you start pushing me, like you're gonna start getting some, you're gonna start getting some looks, and you're gonna start getting some bless your hearts there in a second. Like you know, I can I can easily improv with them and and push it along, but also not be just the timid interviewer that stands there and smiles because I I find that lacking for story wise because my job is to help get you over whether it's in a good way or a bad way, and if I'm just standing there holding the mic and I have no facial expressions and I don't react to what you're saying, or I don't play along or I don't answer questions if you give them to me or, or yada, 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 it it doesn't help you in any way. And it doesn't mm-hmm. help me in any way. So I like to, I like to spat back. Yeah. And I think, I think you have to, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where you, you have to be quick on your feet. You have to be quick-minded and, and, and able to get things out. And again, we're here uh, Three Count Thursday. We have uh, Brittany Nicole on the line. If you are following along with us in the live video, we appreciate it. I know Frank up in uh, up at Mansfield is listening, our old college buddy. Oh, so, hey, you doing, Frank? Frank? Um, but uh, again, give it a like, give it a share. We wasn't, appreciate wasn't it. Wasn't Frank's nickname the Big Easy in college? I, I think it was. Too, I, I, do, think? I do think it was, or at least that's what we called him. Um <laughs> But uh, now let's let's talk about your ring announcing, uh, Brittany, um, because you know I know that that for us we've done we've done work, um, you know as, as as commentators we've done backstage stuff, but but we've uh, a while back we did some stuff with a local company where we did uh, like pre-show hosting in in the in the live arena there, and, and that's kind of a, a pretty daunting like to me like you get that live mic in front of people. That's a, that's a whole different ball game. But for you, you get in that middle of that ring, you got to announce uh, those those wrestlers. How like 
if you can go back to the first time, what what was that? What was that feeling? Was it intimidating? Were you ready to tackle it? What what goes <laughs> through your mind in that moment? Uh, fear, pure fear. <laughs> uh, well, so my first announcing was a very very strange time because again, like I said, I told him. Well, I'll, I'll say, you know, I said lie, but I'll say I, I stretched the truth. Um, and so they were going to the person who was. I was going to be the co-host, and then I was going to start doing more announcing. And so it was going to be like this tag team of me and this other guy who was already in the company. So he was supposed to train me, and he just never trained me. And then he just left one day. And <laughs> then they were like, all right, you're good. Um, you're going to go do a show in San Diego for us. With a, for a, It's a military show, like for for the military, the Navy base there. I'm sorry, Navy base um, in San Diego. So we drove. 27 hours from New Orleans to San Diego in a 16-person passenger van, um, and it was, I don't know if you know who Vordell Walker is, but Vordell Walker, Shane Taylor, me, and a bunch of other wrestlers from the indie scene here in New Orleans just, like, crammed into this <laughs> bus. Vordell's driving. He drove 27 hours straight. We get there. We get ready to go do the show. I've never done this before. I have my note cards and everything. On the on on the card is Chavo Guerrero, Brian Cage, Ray Horace, um, Shane Taylor, Keith Lee, and the list goes on and on. And it's just like, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm pa- oh, and, and 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 Brian Kendrick also. Jeez. And I was pacing back. I was pacing back and forth, and Chavo was sitting in the bleachers, and he just calls to me. He's like, "Hey," I'm like. He's like, you nervous? <laughs> and I just kind of stood there. And I was like, uh, he's like, have you done this before? And I just kind of looked at him and he went, come over here, sit down. And he like, he, so he kind of talked me through what I had to do. So thanks, Chavo. He's like, was my first kind of trainer for the brief 10 minutes that uh, we were able to, to do anything before the show started. So um, that was, that was how I, so yeah, fear, but after it was over, it was exhilarating and it was fun. And I am definitely not the same person that I was then that I am now. And it's only been, you know, I'm still a baby. It's, it's only been four, four years, four yeah. years now. But, uh, but it's one of those things of, I, I really have learned a lot and I've, I've grown a lot and started kind of releasing more of my personality. Like you said, when you get that live mic in your hand, it, it's, so so tough to not just be very straightforward and be like introducing da 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 here they are okay i'm gonna just i'm gonna walk away now you know (laughs) so i it's it's to kind of get those more personalities in there so i i really like now being able to kind of add little different things to the wrestlers entrances and sometimes they'll let me say whatever they want or whatever i want uh the last time we had Gangrel for a show, I was like, I was super nervous. It's for I was like, I was like, I was like, what? What do you want me to say about you? And he was like, say whatever you want. And I was like, okay, no pressure. <laughs> cool. um, now for us, we, I, I personally, I'm not going to throw any of the other guys under the under the bus, but uh, I, I've been notorious uh, at times over the the course of this show uh, of of like butchering a name 
or getting a uh, getting a nickname wrong or something like that. Is there is there maybe one name or, or nickname that that you that you may have screwed up that stands out in your mind like oh I cannot believe that I did that. Uh, uh, Rex Andrews ta- tagline. It's like I can't even remember what it is. It's the tactician something something, but like I could not. I just wanted to say technician the entire time, uh. and it's like tactician. And I was like the entire time I was like, and I'm thinking it in my head like don't 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 fuck it up, don't mess it up, don't mess it up, don't mess it up. And I just. And then I went and said it, and I said tactician, and he turned around and looked at me, and he went, try again. And I was like. (laughs) (laughs) I love when wrestlers have rhyming nicknames like that, like words that sound alike just make it horrible for us to try to say. And I mean, nothing is worse than when somebody right before you have to say something, put something in your head that's going to make your brain screw up. That is the absolute worst. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And the thing that's why I love I love Effie. Effie is the best. I I've I've known Effie for a while, but he he's an amazing uh performer. But his his is simple. I don't have to remember where he's from. I don't gotta remember weight. I don't remember his entrance is literally this is Effie. That's right. it. That's that's it. It's that's like, all it is. It's like, like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. the most beautiful, simple thing ever. This is Effie. Simplicity at its finest. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Nobody cares how tall you are, bud. Nobody cares. Like th- this guy, come on, Rex Andrews. I think it's it's precision tactician. That's yeah, that's, that's absurd. Precision, tac- precision tactician. tactician. And I wanted to say precision technician. Right, precision tactician. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a tough that's one. Horrible. Yeah. They just do that to mess with you guys. Yeah, there's a wrestler. He was the sweetest though about it. He knew because he knew it was that he said it to me, and that he saw the look on my face, and he's like, "It's okay, you're gonna get it." And then when I said I said precision, and I said tactician, and he turned to look, he turned around, he turned around, he's like, "Try, try again." And I was like, "But he's really sweet about it." But in my mind, I'm like, "Ah!" "Try again." I don't want to. No. (laughs) And I'm just gonna say it wrong again. So no, let's just move on. I should have. I should have just been like, mm, no, no. Hit him with the opponent. I definitely line. called people's weights wrong. Like I've definitely every now and then called like somebody who definitely weighs like maybe one eighty five, maybe one ninety on a good day. Definitely said that he's like two hundred and twelve pounds, <laughs> and been like, mm, nope, that's definitely not. Nope, mm, definitely wrong. <laughs> one person who's really good for just steamrolling through things when they they flub up is the Miz. If you watch the yes. Miz during Miz TV, if he ever stumbles over a word, he never repeats himself. He doesn't go back. He just steamrolls right yeah, through it, I, and the fans don't even pay attention. No. It's just it's, it's so beautiful. It's it's something I aspire to do at one point because as soon as you mess up, you think, oh, I have to I have to correct myself. I have to make sure they understand that I know exactly what I'm talking about. And nope, just. It's war. It's all words. Just yeah. I feel like once you mess up that divas contest line that he messed up real bad. <laughs> there's no going back. We yeah. had the number on I his hand. You're never going to get worse than that. Never yeah. going to get worse than that. <laughs> no, I have no cards, and like I, I don't bring them. I try my hardest, especially if they're people I know. I don't bring my note cards into the ring. Like mm-hmm. I memorize, so I do everything off of memory. Um, so I try not to bring any of my note cards into the ring unless I'm reading off like new sponsors and stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. if like there's a charity that we're working with and I have like a list of things to read off for them, I'll bring it in. The only time that I've had to like physically bring in a note card 
more often than not for wrestlers is Stevie Ray because he made me list every single championship he has ever won in his entire career. Oh, that's before the match. That's so great. I love it. What would Booker say about that? Like, I don't know. He was he wasn't there that time, but like it was. It was definitely like he. I had two note cards front and back worth of like every single championship he has ever won from like the time he was born, basically. Like, I'm surprised it didn't say like you know, first place in 4-H club. Like I don't know, like all this other like crazy stuff. It was literally just. It was a list, and I was like. And then that match also was called Boxing Style, and they wanted it to be, like, actual boxing style, so I had to announce them, like, you know, over here in the golden black trunks, blah, 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 like, all that stuff. And I was just like, this announcement has gone on for so long. The match is, like, at that point, the match had already been five minutes, and we hadn't even rung the bell. <laughs> Gosh, it's so good. That's so perfect. That's, that's, that's independent wrestling at its finest. Yep, it is. Um, yep. Speaking of independent wrestling, though, you had mentioned earlier in the interview the promotion uh, Elevate. Uh, what does it mean uh, to you to be a part of a company that's making a name for itself? Uh, it's almost three years uh, since the the promotion has come up. Is there anything uh, around the bend? I know you had mentioned uh, October 12th as a big date uh, for Elevate. But is uh, what does it mean to be a part of a company that's growing alongside you as well as uh, a commentator or a, uh, announcer and interviewer? It's it's amazing. I I've known uh, Alex Cruz for a long time since he started. We we both basically kind of started together in this wrestling business. You know, he started training and I started whatever you call whatever I do, training I guess, um, and when he started elevate it was it was for the fact that you know he's born and raised in Chalmette, louisiana which is a little suburb outside of new orleans about five minutes away and he that's where the civic center is that's where mid-south was that's where like everything and so he really wanted to bring that you know and he really wanted to bring that into that community and the community has welcomed us with open arms and we're so excited for because october 12th is the Elevate three-year anniversary show. And so to have the first show since, I mean, you know, ECW in that Civic Center and it to be the three-year anniversary show is going to be pretty pretty major. And we've also expanded to Cecilia, Louisiana, which is right outside of Lafayette. And they have a show August 31st, and we have the Rock and Roll Express coming in. So... Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson will be there and it's you know and that's another like old school wrestling town that hasn't seen it since you know the only time they see wrestling is when WWE comes to Lafayette you know so they it's so nice to bring more independent wrestling more accessible and more often to them than when just WWE comes into town yeah it's super impressive to see the Rock and Roll Express still getting out making towns and 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 wrestling. I know they were just recently at uh, Beyond Wrestling's uh, American Rana uh, last yeah. weekend, wrestling the Butcher and the Blade, and yeah. they absolutely killed it. Well, like, he wrestled in, in the Crockett Cup this year. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome to even say. And Ricky Morton's doing Canadian Destroyers. Unreal. What? Unreal. Unreal. Oh, Unreal. I know. There's. It's so amazing to see them still go at it, and it's just like, 
okay, cool. Uh, do do you think? Just don't die, but right, do you right. think? <laughs> and they keep the audience right in the palm of their hands. Like the there's nothing like a Rock and Roll Express hot tag. Like just it's perfect. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, yes, that hot is. tag, man. That makes everyone loses their mind. Absolutely. Uh, now, Brittany, we will give you an opportunity a little bit later to uh, to plug your social media. But for those that that, that do follow you, um, you know they, they they've seen uh, you know different photo shoots uh, that, that that you've been in and that you've shared with the followers. And, and is there is there any in particular that that might stick out to you as some of your favorite? Is it is it based around a, like a season, a a you know a time of the year, a theme, anything like that? Um, can, can you pick out maybe like one or two that, that really stand out to you as like this one, this one was the best. Oh man. Now you're going to make my photographers are all going to fight each other now. Um. <laughs> Tell them to blame us. The, the, the heat's not on you. That we'll, we'll take the heat. This is the best thing is, is like, this is the thing is none of my photographers live in new Orleans. It's so strange. Like <laughs> my friend, Rachel is an, amazing photographer she lives in indianapolis and then of course speedy uh he lives you know in florida and then i have another one michael who lives in texas so like they're all so you know they're they're never gonna see they don't even know each other they're never gonna see each other it's fine but rachel is one of my dearest friends and her photo shoots are always so glamorous she's the one who does a lot of my outdoor photo shoots so the ones where i'm in the foliage i guess you know like a lot of the outdoor shoots She's got great lighting. She she comes to New Orleans every now and then um, to do shoots. And so whenever she's here, I'm like, oh, no, you know, we're going to shoot at least three times while you're here <laughs> and just get that racked up for the for the next year. And then I can just let them out slowly over the next course of the year. Um, I, it was really funny. Speedy, who lives in, in Florida, he does amazing photos. I mean, he's he's shot. He shoots for AEW now. And he shot for everybody, and I always followed his his shoots, and I always thought, like, if he shoots me, that'll mean I've made it. And sure. <laughs> like, I was like, if I was like, one day, one day he'll shoot me, and I'll have made it. And uh, he came and shot an Elevate show. He came and, and traveled down here and, and shot an Elevate show, and I was, like, really awkward and was like, I've always wanted you to shoot me. Okay, this is weird. All right, can you really take my is. picture now? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was that was one of my favorite uh, like shoots just because of the outfit I was wearing. Uh, I, I think I actually just I just posted a picture of it today actually on my Instagram and Twitter and whatnot, and uh, it's like a full sequence jumpsuit with like mesh cutouts and then a bunch of like fringe hanging off it. So it's like a very Sim goth version of Macho Man, basically it looks like it's like a it's like a female gothic Macho Man outfit, and uh, it was it was one of my favorite outfits to wear in the ring. No, normally I dress kind of normal, but that was for our like two year anniversary, and I was like, I'm wearing sequins and fringe. Woo! <laughs> like, freak out, freak out. Nice, good stuff. Hey, we're gonna hit you with our question of the week now. This is uh, something that we throw out over all of our social media followers. Um, and we know that you follow the WWE and, and, and stay pretty current on some of the product. So what we'd like to know, do you think that the WWE should host a second Evolution pay-per-view? Uh, just out of sh- – I mean, yeah, they should host – they should they should totally host a second one and then hire me. Um, Fair. Absolutely. <laughs> the, uh, done. Uh, I think yes, unless – 
they decide to start having equal amounts of men and women matches in their pay-per-views. Okay. Because I feel like, yes, it should be done just just give some of the female wrestlers you don't see often some storyline, some momentum, some kind of thing to look forward to. I feel there's a lot of talent in the back that maybe doesn't get to shine as often as they should or as frequently as they should on television. I know they do a lot of the live shows, but on television, and I think it's just a great thing to keep people's eyes on them so that when they do see live shows and live events and house shows and whatnot, that they know who they are and they keep them relevant in the product scene itself. It's also just good marketing. Sure. If we're going to talk, if we're going to talk about like you know what are you selling in the selling product? It's just it's really good marketing, and I don't see them adding more than one or two female matches to each pay per view currently because they're trying to promote so many storylines at the moment mm-hmm. that I do believe that they're you know it's 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 going to have to be done in order to keep people relevant. Sure. What um, what's your take on intergender wrestling? I love it when it's done right. Okay, fair. I, 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 I love any wrestling when it's done right. I can say that about any kind of wrestling. And so, intergender wrestling, I, I'm, I'm for it. Uh, there's a lot of women that are not for it. There's a lot of men that are not for it. And then there's a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's a weird fifty-fifty split. I've, I've noticed recently from watching the, the, the comments on Twitters and whatnot. But I will have to say, like. Watching that Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan match, like that was beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a story. It was a story. You gave me a story. You didn't just do flippy shit off the top ropes. You didn't get try to get all of your stuff in and do every single move you could possibly can. Like mm-hmm. you try. Like they told a story to the point where like I was in tears at the end of it. Just for the sheer raw emotion that it showed from both of them. And it was, it was done so well. So, so well. Probably I mean, the best. So, I mean, that's the thing. The best match in impact wrestling this year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That entire slammiversary, the two best matches was the monsters ball and the Tessa Blanchard and yes, Sammy Callahan. Absolutely. Match. That, those were the two best matches out of slammiversary at all. And that one really like, that's match of the year quality. Mm-hmm. Like it, it took the cake on everything. I still like, I keep gushing over it, even though like you know it happened what last month. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Last yeah, month? just last month. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still gushing over it because it's so wonderful. When people ask me about intergender matches, and they're like, oh, it's just so, it's so horrible. To see a man beat up on a woman. And, you know, it's not real for a woman to be able to like beat a man like that. I'm like. I don't know. I I live in New Orleans. I've seen some women beat the <laughs> hell out of some men. Mm-hmm. Like darn right, huh? absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I've, I've seen women just beat the hell out of men on the street. Like I I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but okay. But it's one of those things. of like when it's done like that, and it's it tells a story like that. That's the most raw emotion I've ever seen in any match of any company to date yeah. in in the last few years like that kind of raw emotion if 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 wwe or AEW or anybody could conjure that kind of emotion 
in an intergender match, I don't think anybody would complain about having intergender I matches. I agree. Nobody yeah. would bat an eye. 100%. Uh, back to the original question. If, if there is an evolution to, what is your main event? I mean, if you're booking, if you're booking the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booking the show. I'm Vince McMahon. Lord. Um, if I'm booking the show, honestly, my main event would probably have to be a four-way. It would right. have to be a fatal four-way. And I would have to put Alexa Bliss. Got to give, gotta give it up for my Ohio girl. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I have to put Alexa Bliss. I... If Nia's not injured, I would put Nia, mm-hmm. Nia Jax. I would love to throw a curveball in there and put Dana Brooke because I think Dana has grown so much from her beginnings in WWE and the abilities that she has been able to do. And even though I'm not a Bret big Bret Hart fan I am a Natalia fan so I would definitely have to put Natty in there because she just would be the veteran in that match and she would probably help them carry it a lot when it came to being able to tell a story sure that's a solid match that'd be an that'd be an awesome uh, awesome main event I yeah. like it main event anywhere in the world uh, <laughs> um to to switch gears a little bit differently uh, back to more you. I know on our, on your social media, you're you're focusing a lot on uh, your fitness, getting into the gym, staying regimented with that. As far as um, like people think that in in wrestling, it's not it's not ju- it's just the wrestlers that need to be in shape. And I know myself, I'm on my own journey, and, and I think most of us here on the panel are as well. Yes. Um, what are some things that keep you motivated and, and staying with your routine and and getting the results that you're you're looking for. Um, it's it's so strange because before getting into the wrestling world, like I never was a gym person. I never was a fitness person. I was super unhealthy. You know, I was always a heavy kid in in school. Like I was always a bigger kid. I didn't think that it was anything different than what I was. And then I started kind of going to the gym a little bit I saw some results and I was like oh this is legit so I think what motivates me the most is the fact that I have such a good motivating team around me like a lot of the wrestlers cheer me on and a lot of the wrestlers don't you know they don't give me shit for not being you know swole or not having abs or not having this or that or whatever like they really cheer me on and kind of tell me to trust the process and like help me with with all of that even people that I don't know personally personally that I've only kind of met through social media have like sent me regimens or sent me different workouts to do that have helped them with this and that so it's it's actually for once the wrestling community has been like super on top of helping me gain gains and then you know lose weight and also, I just stare at people's abs all day, and I'm like, I want those. Goals. I don't know if I'll ever have. I don't know if I'll ever have those, but I'm like, I want those. One of our wrestlers, um, one of the the wrestlers that comes to elevate our, our heavyweight champion Serpentico, he 
always has abs, and he's like, I just ate a whole pizza, and I'm like, I hate you. So I'm always like, I'm like, I'm like, one day I'll have abs, but I'll never be able to eat pizza ever again if that happens. So thanks. Yeah, in a world in which pizza exists, I know that I cannot have abs. Yeah, there's, it, I know. it, it is a dichotomy, and it it sucks because pizza is so great. It, but the one for abs. I love is, tacos. I oh, love tacos way God, too much. I love tacos so much. Tacos are, are delicious. Um, I mean, the last time you saw our ribs, we were holding them with yeah. barbecue sauce. <laughs> slather on them. Sauce. Um, any words? I of don't encouragement? worry. I have some ribs in the freezer, so oh, I'm okay. I understand. Nice, beautiful. <laughs> uh, do you have any words of encouragement for for anyone who'd be listening that that maybe you're just starting their journey or they're in the midst of their journey and they're finding uh, a struggle? Do you have any anything that you could? say to possibly uh because ever nobody's alone in, in it there's always that the multiple walls that you have where you you stumble and it's hard to stick through it so just give up no i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> perfect clip it that's uh, the sound clip <laughs> clip it see this is why i can't do a political com- campaign i'd be ruined um i would have to i would have to say that i have i have fallen many times i have I have, there have been times where I have sunk into like a deep depression when it comes to my physical form and like thinking that I'm not good enough and everything. And it's the, I think the thing that people need to know is it is going to happen. You're not going to constantly, no matter you going to the gym and eating right and this and that, like there are going to be days or weeks or even months where you're going to still feel horrible and I think the trick is to not beat yourself up for beating yourself up because it's just that is the worst thing that you can possibly do is to get down on yourself for not doing something and you know like if you don't go to the gym for a few days like you don't have to beat yourself up for it because if you continue to beat yourself up for it you're not going to go to the gym again like it's it's a it's a constant you know, thing where you have to realize like, okay, yeah, you totally ate that entire carton of ice cream, but tomorrow you're, you'll go to the gym and no, you won't work the whole thing off and you're not going to like run yourself to death and think that you're going to burn all those calories, but you're just going to continue on your path. Like, so you had a, so you had a, a breakdown in a moment and you, ate everything in the house or you didn't and then you didn't go to the gym for a month like whatever it's still like you're never starting over you're just starting from wherever your point is so mm-hmm. you're, you're it's never like a daunting task of like oh god it's been a whole month i'm gonna have to start all over again it's like no you're starting from where you ended a month ago like that's that's it so don't beat yourself up for it you know just keep going and yeah. if you ever need any kind of like affirmation or like a gym buddy like that keeps you you know like hey did you go to the gym today or like hey did you do this this week or whatever like just me- just message me on instagram or twitter or whatever like i'll be your I'll be your your digital gym buddy yeah no i think i think that's spot on advice i i, I know um i i compared it one time similar to like because um at least two of us i don't think tim you ever smoked no but like quitting smoking like if you you know if you're a pack a day smoker and you quit for like four days and then one day you break down and have like two cigarettes 
you can look at it one of two ways. Oh, I guess I'm still a smoker. Or you can be like, eh, today wasn't the best day. I'm not going to smoke tomorrow. So any time that you're kind of like creating a, a, a lifestyle change, you kind of have to approach it from uh, from that aspect. So that I think that that's tr- tremendous advice uh, for people. So, Brittany, this is this is the part we warned you about. This this is this is oh, rap, rapid fire. We got we got 15 rapid fire questions. I'm going to hit you with five. Ryan's going to hit you with five. Tim's going to hit you with five. So uh, are, are you right. re- are you ready for this? Hold on. Let me take a drink of water. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Whew. All right. All right. Let's do this. Your most <laughs> recent Netflix binge. Uh, Netflix. Oh, God. Uh, what's on Netflix? Um, I, I guess it's, I'm generic. I guess it would be Stranger Things. Okay. That's good with Ryan. Um, rank these by preference. AEW, NXT, New Japan, Ring of Honor. NXT, AW, I, oh God, um, NXT, ooh, I'm going to say New Japan for the second one, AW, Ring of Honor. All right. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network, because it has Adult Swim. There you go. Uh, favorite sport to watch other than wrestling? There's sports other than wrestling. Great answer. <laughs> Uh, and favorite genre of movies? Oh, horror movies. I love blood and gore. Okay. Favorite movie in that genre? Uh, oh, I would have to say the Nightmare on Elm Street series. All right. You survived mine. Ryan, go for it. Do you believe pineapple belongs on pizza? I hate pineapples. <laughs> Do you? Uh, the, Besides. The best book you read in the last five years? Uh, Dusty Rhodes autobiography. The best Halloween costume that you've ever rocked. Hmm. Uh, oh, my Jared Leto Joker. Nice. Solid. Female version. You're in a karaoke competition. What song are you choosing to crush it? Oh. Oh, Lord. Uh... I guess I would have to say, currently, it would be Lizzo's Truth Hurts. Yeah. What's the favorite weapon used in a hardcore match? Oh, man. Oh, my favorite weapon in a hardcore match. That's so... You know what? I'm, I'm, a, real, I'm a real sick person. I'd have to say the thumbtacks. There it is. Ooh. You were out of me. Tim, take us home. All right. Uh, Disney or Universal. Oh, uh, Universal. Uh, Marvel or DC? Mm, gotta go DC. The Joker. Mm. Uh, country you would want to most travel to for ring announcing purposes? Oh, Puerto Rico. Okay. Uh, is a, a hot dog a sandwich? You just blew my mind. Right? <laughs> um... <laughs> I would have to say no because I've I now eat my hot dogs without bread. So it's literally just a hot dog. Because okay. a hot dog is technically not a sandwich. It's the actual like the hot dog is the dog itself, correct? Until you incorporate the roll, that's fair. Nice. Wow, very solid uh, answer. Last question. Favorite WWE pay per view. Uh 
favorite WWE pay-per-view? Oh. Um, Ash at the Beach, uh, nine, mm, now I can't remember the date. What was the main Ricky event? The Dragon Steam, Steam, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Rick Rude in an Iron Man match. I think that's 93. Three? I think that's yeah. Beach Blast, Beach Blast 93, because 94 was uh, Rick Rude, Dustin Rhodes, I think, in the other yeah. Iron Man match. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a really good one. Just specifically that match, but I would watch it over and over again. Nice. Solid. All right, so you survived... Rapid fire. Um, before we uh, before we close Woo! up before we close up the interview, uh, one thing we usually like to do when we have uh, wrestlers on is we like to ask them uh, who their dream opponent would be. But we're gonna change it up a little bit here for you. So, who would you most want to interview? You can pick anybody, past or present. Who who would be your dream interview if you could have somebody from the entire history of professional wrestling? Paul Heyman. For oh, sure, hands that's... down, just because of the amount of history and knowledge and just people he's known, I feel like that grants me insight into a plethora of people that I would want to interview mm. that I could never interview in my time that, you know, he would be able to give me insight on. So I, I would have to say Paul for sure. That is a that is a fantastic fantastic answer um all right Brittany, you've survived your first time on three count thursday before we uh before we let you go for sure uh let people know where they can follow you on social media any uh appearances anything like that people need to know about you before we let you go um you can actually i have a website so you can where you can find everything it's called look it's Brittany. so it's l-o-o-k-i-t-s-b-r-i-t-t-a-n-i.com and my social media is the Brittany Nicole on Instagram. Look, it's Brittany on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook by looking up that, but you can find all that on my website as well. Um, you can also find it all through Elevate Pro's website, which is Elevate, E-L-E-V, the number eight, pro, P-R-O, dot com. And Elevate Pro has a show coming up in Cecilia, Louisiana, August 31st. That's where the Rock and Roll Express will be. And then October 12th is going to be Ultimate Valor 3, which is our three-year anniversary, and it's going to be in the Frederick J. Seeger Civic Center in Chalmette, Louisiana. So we're going to bring back all of the all of the nice historic wrestling back to where Mid-South and ECW used to be. So now, now Elevate is going to call that their home. Awesome. Well, Brittany, we thank you so much for joining us here tonight, and uh, I'm sure this will not be the last uh, that uh, that we hear from you. Awesome. Yeah. Just bring me back anytime. I'll answer all the random questions. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brittany. Thank you. All right. Thank we you. appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. See ya. I just love hearing wrestling. Ooh. What a peach. And Civic Center. Right. I mean, goddamn, they just go together so right. well. Like, it's, like it's, peas and carrots. Like if I like if I were to have an arena like that that I could like design, build, name, it would definitely be a Civic Center. Without a doubt. Um. So yeah, the big gym civic center just big, rolls right big, off your tongue. The big gym civic center. Um. So again, thank you to Brittany, uh, for joining us here on the show. All right, so we're gonna jump into it now, guys. I don't. Do we know if Matt's joining us out uh, outside the interview? I'm pretty sure he's 
got his hands tied. Okay, that's fine. We understand. New father. It, it's he is. fine. Hey, with that she, baby. She's rocking that onesie, man. The three count Thursday onesie. So I, uh, I've got a confession to make. Uh oh. I bought. You're no fool. I know. What do you What do you confess? I purchased the three count Thursday three C F and T onesie for Matt. Oh, you did. Okay, I did. But I and then I ordered it like. In the newborn size, because Matt has a newborn baby. Oh, that's Not a, apparently that's a you fatal don't mistake, do that though. because they're tiny AF. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of babies never, never wear, wear newborn newborns. clothes. Not. Yeah. Ryan didn't know that. Yeah. So I have a newborn onesie for you, <laughs> Matt. I'm, I'm never going to give it to you. I'm just. I think we got to just hang it up here. I think hang it's it funny. Is it jersey <laughs> because of the sheer size. Hang it up for when the next one of us. Don't! Has a yeah, baby. That was a solid don't. Yeah. Which is probably going to also be Matt. But right, right. Yeah, yeah like, I'm not planning on having one. Right. Uh, Ryan, I mean, no, 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 no. you're not planning, I'm Tim. Not I don't planning. know. I cannot wait to be a dad. I, I'm gonna, I really, like, really? I, full disclosure, ever, we're all here. We're all family we're all here. Fam. I have baby fever like you wouldn't believe. I want to be a dad, know, and this isn't so this isn't like a, a bad. Like, like this isn't like a sex. I didn't know guys could like get baby fever. I just I want I want he's got a my, fever. I want my legacy. <laughs> like I want kids. Like I really I really do. But I also this is gonna sound very like seventies of me. But like I want that. There are certain things that I want in place in my life. No, like, I think that's before I get to that point. Like no, I, I know I could smart. have I know I could have a child whenever I wanted. Right. Barring you just bang well, one out tonight. Well, whenever yeah. whenever well, I, I would also need a consenting adult with me. Sure, I'm just saying, right, it doesn't take much to create a J child. Yeah. It's like come over here, lady. Right. right. That's I mean, all it takes. Yeah, right. It's it's drop in a bucket. The, yeah, right. The mechanics of it. I like the seventies vibe though, because like, I think I'm right there. Like, yeah, I don't like, think I'm nearly mature enough to want to bring a child into this world where the way we are today. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I couldn't handle it. I, it's definitely going to be because when I start to think about it, I start to think way down the line, like, holy crap, if I have a kid, my kid has to go to school. Right. School I don't even is scary. Notebooks for this child. School is <laughs> scary. College. Like, school is scary. Bad things happen at high school. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, kids are kids are progressively getting to be bigger assholes at an earlier age. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> like, a scary world. It is. It's, it's scary. But, but uh, I, I really, I really embrace it. I want to. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be until, an uncle in the next few months. So I'm, I'm hey, excited about that. That's great. That I is am a excited great about job that. right there. Big yeah. uncle job is great. Yeah. So, so it's, it's uh, big Jim becomes Uncle Jim, and and I and I'm fully going to embrace that. And then he becomes oh, Drunkle Jim. Drunkle Jim. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, yeah, All right. Let's go. Let's go to our uh, question of the week this week. Of course, we ask Brittany. Um, should the WWE have a second Evolution pay per view, and if so, what would the uh, what would the main event of uh, of said show be? So let, let's start with the first part of it. Should they have a second Evolution pay per view? I agree with uh, Brittany. I think she had a great answer. Unless we're going to start seeing a bigger split on pay per views and pay per view matches, then yeah, I think the women deserve another pay per view. Yes. Okay, Tim. No, I don't. I think that Evolution. I think Evolution was lightning in a bottle, very much like ECW One Night Stand. Now, did they do more than one One Night Stand? Yes, they did. They did two, right? They did four. They did four? Yes. No freaking way. Yes. 
Wait, December to Dismember is not one of no. them. Right? They they did four called... The pay-per-view, ex- pay-per-view Extreme Rules came from One Night Stand. Oh, okay. So how many... They only had two called One Night Stand. No. They, are you shitting me? Nope. I will look it up right now. I'll say, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull that up yeah, as look, well. Pull it up really quick because it would probably be easier on like your computer machine. Two. No, there was One Night Stand, the first one. ECW One Night Stand, June 12, 20, 2005. One Night Stand, June 11, 2006, 2006, June 3rd, 2007, and June 1st, 2008. Well, the, the other two were called One Night Stand, not ECW One Night Stand. I said they did four One Night Stands. I hate you. The first two were at the Hammerstein Ballroom. <laughs> the third one was uh, at the Jackson's, Jacksonville Veteran Memorial Arena. And the fourth one was at the San Diego Sports Arena. The 2007 so, one, I believe, was... Bobby Lashley versus Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, and Umaga for the ECW championship. Whoa. Where's that shit sound? Yeah, you really? It's bad. Um, but yeah, I think I think that evolution Umaga. I think that evolution is a special event. It's a mystery. If they did if they did a different women's pay per view other than evolution. Okay. So okay. like so, uh, our evolution. Sure, NXT. So you, but, you, but I also, you, you, I, were in, you would be in favor of WWE all-female pay-per-view, insert name here. I would be more inclined, if you're going to do that, make the women a product and do, have a regular, have it regular. So a year, don't have them on the main roster once, anymore? Well, no, like once a year to me seems like a cop-out, like... Uh, okay, we've neglected you 11 months out of the year. It's like the Black History Month. Like, here okay. you go. Here's women. Or, hey, you don't Do- get to wrestle in Saudi Arabia yet. Here's a here paper you go. Women. And, like, we have them, and that's great. The answer is showcase them more, but also there's five hours of television. Yeah. yeah. There's are you, are you only a- enough time to go around. It's not an excuse, but also women right now are probably in the best shape that the women's division has been mm-hmm. is in the best shape recently than it's ever been. I agree. So are you? Are you? So you're not opposed to an all women's pay per view another time? Yeah, I not don't, annually, but like maybe if we ever get like the four wrestling horsewomen versus the four UFC horsewomen, like that I, would be a great main event for a women's pay-per-view at one time. That's a great main event for a SummerSlam. That's a great a Survivor that's a great main Series event for a, a WrestleMania. That's a, okay. that's a great paper okay. like main event pay-per-view. That's the thing that's the thing. Like all of these matches can happen, but and, and another thing too. So if we start to showcase more women in these pay-per-views, people already complain that wrestling is 4 hours long. You're not going to take away from the other stories that are going on. You got it. I get You're you. going to add more. So, so people are going to complain. I mean, everything's a catch-22 anymore. Right. Like, you're going to turn your four-hour pay-per-views into five-hour pay-per-views, your five-hour pay-per-views into your six-hour pay-per-views, and then WrestleMania will be the entire day of Sunday. Yeah. Right. Like, That's you know, we do, the, we do the countdown. We do the every day, X number of days till, till WrestleMania. I think today is 247. And if, and if we included every storyline that we could possibly include, it would take the remainder well, of the days to get to the main event. Somebody literally, and I know they said it just jokingly or at least i assume it was jokingly that 35 just ended you yes. know what i mean 
but it, you know what I mean. If you want more, if you want more features, there's going to be a longer. There might be people still waiting for the there, New Jersey there might Transit be. in the rain. There, they absolutely might be. Um, for me, I don't think there needs to be a- another evolution. I don't think there needs to be another all women's pay per view. I think the key is make women a, a bigger priority in, of your product. But make it make it a a, a bigger featured product, and I think. And 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 th- this has kind of been a theme I've been trying to hammer home to people that because people are saying that the women's division has been neglected since WrestleMania. No, no, sir. it has not. It has actually been very featured. The problem is you don't have Sasha Banks, you know, and, and they're featuring different people. How's that a problem? No, I mean, like for some people, they're uh. mad that you don't have Sasha Banks. So here's the thing: you have different women that are featured. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have been one of the biggest storylines since wrestlemania we've also been without charlotte flair until two weeks ago right and guess what also lacey evans and becky lynch that story was every like every month from wrestlemania till extreme rules right so they have been featured now yes has has the women's tag team titles been been ill utilized i think so but but haven't the men's at right, times like right and that's, that's the no thing different the, the, right, right exactly the the, the both. I mean, case in point, both titles are now set. Here, here's the here's the lineage of the tag titles. The tag titles need to be on the stables. That's why your two tag champions, the New Day, and the the OC. Yeah, cue the OC theme song. Sure, I, I don't have it. California. Um, but yeah, it, it's so. But but again, also, evolution was the was kind of part of a payoff of. Everything that's happened to the women's division for the past so many years, right? So you've you've evolved. You don't. It, you can't it, evolve twice. You can't evolve twice. It and this if you Pokemon. Well, and if you do evolve again, what are you evolving to? Are you are you going space? Back? Exactly. Like I, I I don't I don't know how you can evolve anymore. And and again, if it if it only becomes a you can have this because we go to Saudi Arabia, then I I think you're you're losing sight of what that show should be as well. I feel like you have a really bad sense of like actual evolution. Like we went from gorilla to kind of gorilla man and we should have stopped. No, no, no. Okay. So you can keep evolving. You can keep evolving, but and make it, it more product. No, but you're looking at evolution from a, from a, from a broad sense. I'm talking about from where the product was and the women's revolution to, to where it is now. W- where else would you like it to go now? Oh, we made a bit in mess- WrestleMania. Is that what you mean? Like, there, well, right. what I else mean, can you, we do? There's, there's really, there's no more first ever matches. Correct. Because you've done, you've done Hell's in a Cell. Yep. You've done Iron Women matches. You've done ladder matches. You've done Money in the Bank. You've main evented. You've had Royal Rumbles. Elimination you've had Battle Chamber. Royal, you've had Elimination Chamber. That's you've fair. main evented Raw. You've main evented SmackDown. I, the, the, there's, there's very few, if, if any, first ever matches you can have okay, anymore. Now you've now. had, now you've had a pay per view. And 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 that was the point. That, like, once you had that that WrestleMania moment, the WrestleMania main event. To me, the words "women's revolution" shouldn't be uttered anymore because it's just part of the product. And 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 even even to the sense, look at you know, look at what they did at Extreme Rules when Baron Corbin hit the end of days on Becky Lynch. We've crossed that barrier now because yeah. last year at WrestleMania, Ronda attacked Triple H. Now we've gone back the other way. So it's to me the 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 evolution, the revolution that that part's over. It's just part of WWE and their product now. Okay, so I don't think it. I don't think it needs to be. 
I don't think there needs to be another uh, evolution pay per view. The, the the comments we got a lot of we got a lot of reaction on, on the social media. Overwhelmingly, a lot of people said that they would like to see it. They would like to see it be an annual thing. And again, I, I don't think it needs to be an annual thing, especially when you have the May Young Classic. Uh, are they? They're doing another one this year, right? I think so, but I'm not sure. I know it, it had at least previously been scheduled. I, I know. I'll say this: um, this in, this issue right here is very much, and this is this is me connecting dots and tying a string. And it's it, this is a weird. It's this is a hot take, but women's evolution is wrestling's Black Lives Matter. Where, see, so it's a hot take item. Everyone, I would think, would agree women's wrestling has a place. It needs to be featured more. Mm -hmm. But when we think that there is two steps forward, every time we have taken three steps backwards. And we continually shoot ourselves in the foot to, to actually have meaningful progress in the equality of the product from a men's side and a women's side so if the track we're on continues to progress the way that it does where women's storylines not only are the best on television but they continue to get featured and grow at over time then i don't feel that there's the need for evolution so what I hear you saying is you want more bra and panty matches. <laughs> sure. That's what you heard. That's what, that's what, I, that's what we're taking from this. I'm I, saying that if we, fights, get, if we get, get the Bud Light girls. If we get more of that, we need to have evolution to be a hard reset. Like, we need... That is our stay true to the course. Like The evolution paper. Yes. Like, well, if you, if, I mean, if you want the, the bra and panties and then skimpy outfits and stuff, just go to the Nitro Girls on AEW. There it is. I, I'm just saying you're you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like your 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 first show, you had freaking Nitro Girl, or a second show, you had uh, the 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 Bikini Girls out there. You know, next to a, a pop up tent. Like, well, and I'm not, and I'm not disparaging it. Like, well, it, that that's it was it was a part of the root. Like it was it was a part of the gimmick of the show. Oh well, apparently some people didn't get that. Yeah, it, it was called Fighter Fest. Which was a play on oh, I know what it was Fire Fest. Oh yeah, I know what it was a play I, on. I know. But I'm, if, if I'm no, speaking if you for all the imbeciles in the back who aren't cultured. Oh, I know. But here's my point: is if, all there is is wrestling, and there's nothing else, and you can't do anything. Why are these people dressed up in karate gi? What are they? Well, but part of it too you're is at, you're at a video game convention. Yeah, but but <laughs> but see, part of it too is if you and and th- th- this and and we'll kind of transition now to, to, to talk about some of the <laughs> AEW stuff. I think I think one of one of maybe some a, a problem I have with them is if you don't watch Being the Elite and if you didn't watch the Firefest documentary, sometimes you're going to watch things and go, "The fuck am I watching?" Yes, and that's and that's a problem. And 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 I said this on Twitter yesterday, and 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 somebody said, "Well, you have to watch Being the Elite," because I because I, I, somebody had posted and it was a response to it to a tweet of, um. You know, are you are you all hands on deck for for AEW on TNT, or do you have concerns about what the product is? I said, look, and I, I'm I'm wholehearted about that. I'm going to watch every week, and barring some sort of 
situation that is unforeseen for at least the first probably six months because I'm, I'm going to get, I'm absolutely going to give it a fair chance. But, but my, my concern, if I really have to be, um, if I, if I really have to be critical about it is a, what reason quote unquote, are they going to give me to watch every week besides just great matches? Mm-hmm. Because you know the because I mean the the first match that was announced is is Cody versus Sammy Guevara should be a great match, great diversity. Yes, absolutely. And and I mean the 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 shows they've had so far have 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 had good cards. The matches have been fun. Um, sometimes the the pre show stuff not the best, but that the card itself has been solid. But you're not gonna you're not gonna keep me interested in a weekly television product. Without a lot of story. Now I get it. If you watch Being the Elite or Road to whatever you know, whatever whatever it's the called, the Road now. to series, yeah, yeah, the Road to series. If you watch that stuff, then yeah, th- there's your story right there, right. But my my one concern would be, can or is that going to parlay into their weekly show, or are you still going to have to go to their YouTube page or go to their Facebook page and absorb that? Because I'll be hundred percent honest, there's probably a really good chance that I'm not going to that. Because I don't, I, I, I've watched some. I've not. I've watched less than fifty percent of their series two shows. So I will speak as the other side of the coin because I consume everything that AEW has done since before All In. Mm-hmm. Like I, what I am a religious viewer of being the elite. Even for those of you other being the leaders, I was there when Marty and Flip went took Japan and I was a part of, you know, like I've seen I've seen the show and I've seen how it evolved and brought us to where we are now. How else are you going to get people invested in these one off pay-per-views that they've been doing fair without the use of YouTube and social media like it only makes sense that when they have a regular TV product that they're not going to, the need for full storytelling to take place on a YouTube series. Like right now, I feel the biggest disservice that's going on right now is that people for AEW is that people aren't following this Cody and Sean Spears stuff. Like the Cody Sean Spears angle that they're running right now for all out is fantastic. With Sean Spears bringing in Tully Blanchard, who was a person who knew Dusty Rhodes inside and out. Right. A person who had gone to war with Dusty. He knows how the Rhodes family thinks. And they're explaining this all on YouTube. And nobody, nobody, asterisk, is watching. If you watched it, you'd be super excited like me. When you know that it all out, they're having the one-on-one match and they just had the contract signing. And because Tully knows how the Rhodes family is, he goes in the contract, he goes, hey, uh, there's a line right here talking about Cody and the entourage because Cody's known for his big entourages, bringing him down to the ring with his dog and his wife and DDP and whatever. And Tully was like, he can have all of that. But when the match starts, only one in his corner. I'm okay. an, I'll be in Sean's corner. He can have one in his corner, and that's it. He can't have everybody else. So okay. he can do whatever he wants. 
but they're trying to find a way to get Cody out of his comfort zone. Gotcha. And they're trying to manipulate the manipulate what they can even before the match starts. You know the to way to make people and I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna say like Jim. Sure. To yeah. watch this. Sync that up to my sacrifice, put it on YouTube and Jim will watch it every day. <laughs> that's, yeah. all, that's all we need. True. <laughs> True. But also give the same thing. Here's the deal. I have not watched that either, but I know the match is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I it's like the match is gonna happen because he got clocked and got busted open by the chair. Right. Like right. that's why the like match that's is the start. So all the bullshit in between I'm missing. I'm going to see the start and the payoff. Before the payoff, they're going to give me a really quick package rundown of all the shit that I missed that I think will parlay, will have to parlay on TNT. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing. I was was watching, I was going to be watching All Out either way. So they don't don't have to bring me in for All Out. And again, the... How much is all out? Fifty bucks? Do you have a Do you have a Do you have a feed for we're me? We're gonna have a group watch. Yeah, I'm. We're, we're I'm gonna do a group watch. Can I get a, a legal Hello? stream for that? I mean, I'm, I'm watching. I'm buying. I mean, I'm I mean, buying if it. you're not gonna be at the beach, for, the beach for your 14th I'm straight just, week, I'm just trying to get a, a just, stream for that to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm a big wrestling fan. Just but come to my house. No, he's, 50 bucks, he's being sarcastic because there was a there was a guy. Do that. There was a there was a guy on our that would regularly comment on. Our, uh, our Facebook post about WWE about how shitty the product was and how they couldn't wait for AEW. And then he like straight up goes, hey, do you guys have a uh, do you have a link for a feed for Double or Nothing? Yeah, BRLive.com. Yeah, I was like, it's called Pay-Per-View or BR Live. Right. I was like, if you want an alternate product, fucking pay for it. Like, We don't have the time to go down that road. Yeah. I, I feel like we're going to go down a road that we don't necessarily have time Short to. Short road. <laughs> I can't Scotty, Scotty said his problem with AEW is VIP is not putting other talent over. Brandy Rhodes winning the women's title, that's a problem. Well, first off, Asterisk, she, hasn't, she hasn't won the title yet. Now She's been in one match. Would, would I be, am I going to be surprised if anybody but Brandy Rhodes wins the women's title? Yes, I would be. No. That, that's, that's my, you know. She's my least likely person to win the title. Really? Yes. Well, you and Matt Kuhn, apparently. Yes. That's the healest of heel things she could do. Yeah, no. Have, like, Kong help her out and win it. Or no. some big old bitch. No. Nope. They can't. Like, here's the thing. I expect They'll probably to happen. I, I think it's going to be Nyla Rose, probably. That, which to me would be the right answer. I agree. But, um, but anyway, uh, they, they released this week. Tickets uh, go on sale tomorrow for um, the uh, the two-hour TV premiere. AEWTix.com. Yes, uh, AEWTix.com, Ticketmaster.com, of course. Uh, October 2nd at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. That's not that far away, boys. It is not that far. Tickets um, as cheap as $25. Yeah, as I say, they, they, they start at $250. Um, those are the first three rows. Those will also go with a take-home seat. Oh. Then tickets go to $90, $75, $50, $35, and $20. And I paid for that $75 seat. Well, and there are lower, lower bowl tickets uh, for $50. Here's my problem. Shoot. Fourth row... Is ninety dollars? Third row is two fifty. You get a chair. That's a that's a fucking expensive chair. Yeah, that's a real expensive chair. Yeah. How? how Pay for the experience. How? For a right. Fucking, how many, for a row difference. Yes. To take a goddamn chair home. Yes, because because a hundred and sixty bucks. Because go on eBay right now and tell me how much WWE you can flip the chairs for a hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. You could, but you and could, I, but I, you I, could flip the first AEW chair for more than that. That's a fair point. That's thing, a really right, good point. Say, you got to remember, and, first ever. Yeah, show. that's a great and, point. And the and, thing too, everybody's going for the experience, but people want that tangible, the take home, the take home's the chair. 
It's not just a ticket okay. stub anymore because people have ticket yeah, stubs. Ticket, ticket stubs are on their phone. Now. Right, exactly. You don't you, you don't have phone. a ticket right. stub anymore. Take home, uh, Scotty. I think the I think the first point. show does sell out. And then I did see this week that that after this show they are going to work smaller buildings for the time being, which is smart. The first show is going to sell out the twenty thousand or whatever it's going to be at Capital One. But I think Giant then, Center. I, I was going to say Giant Center. That's like ten thousand. Uh, I would gladly take that. Is that small? Giant Center is what for wrestling thirteen, but is it? No, I think I think like w, small. Right, yeah, I say well, I don't know what they define small as because it's small for WWE like theaters. Theaters. I think you're talking the word that Brittany Nicole brought up. Civic, Civic Center. centers. Okay, the East Pete Civic the, or Center or the or the uh, Santander Arena in downtown Reading. That would be oh, a, yeah. such a great venue for AEW. You know what else would be Santander? a great venue? Would be the Hershey Park Arena, which only seats seventy three hundred. Ah, oh, what a great that would classic be, look! That that's would a be classic too. Civic Center uh, yeah. style I think, building. I think that AEW, and I don't know what their goals and aspirations are. But I think if they stay between the 5K and 7,500 seat arenas. I think that, that's your smart. They have to avoid tarps. And, Santander's 71. Perfect. 7,100. <laughs> Colby says Zembo Shrine. Sorry, Colby. PWE's got that shit on lock. They do. Um, you know what would be great at Zembo? Ring of Honor. You know who would be even uh, greater? Even you know who would be even better point. at Zembo? PWE. Oh, it's coming. Oh, for sure. I'm not right. saying they don't. PW is going to be great. Yeah. Cannot wait. wait for that I show. can't wait to... Oh, also, by the way, the Eric, the, um, the the belt being uh, turned upside down is yeah, not, you're a, troll. Is not a sign of distress. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. Um, uh, two matches announced, of course, Cody versus Sammy Guevara and a six-man tag featuring the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. You won't believe who his tag partners are. Vacant and Vacant B. <laughs> um, yes. We put that up, I think, on B- the Instagram. Billy and uh, Chuck. On Facebook. I think I, somebody Did we? I that. think, yeah. yeah. Gosh, who Somebody said it? Holland Nash. Jesus. <laughs> nah, man. They just re-signed to WWE, I think. Yeah, I think really. they did. Um, um, that's, what, that's what Raw Reunion was. I think you had a good laugh about this, but somebody said Enzo and Cass. And I, I, that, I think that could well, be a possibility. I mean, it, it would get attention, absolutely. Enzo is a showman. And he Cass w- is Cass is healthy. He, Cass is seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. No, man. Like, that. and and I know I did. I did kind Excuse of chuckle me. at it. But Cass it, XL. Cass XL. Sure, but but th- that's a recognizable face. That it is. But say, but do, do you really put the three X WWE guys together on the on the opening night? <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, that gets, that gets a lot of people talking, dude. And I mean, do you, are you going to I mean, put Kaz the, and and I don't Enzo think you put with, the Lucha Brothers there. With, well, no, I don't think so. Oh, but do you, do, you, do you really put Kaz and, and Enzo with AEW World Heavyweight Champion Chris Jericho on your opening? Night? Depends. Is it AEW cha- World Champion Adam Page by that no, point? No, because if it is, they, they've done they've done wrong. They've done wrong. I don't know if they've done. See, I'm still my my that coin is still in the air. No, to me that coin is flipped to Jericho, 100. percent But but for you, that's a two sided Jericho coin. No, no, yeah. it's it's the way that Page has been booked for me. He won a battle royal in a pre show, and he and he almost he almost time limit drawed to a guy half his size. It, and Chris Jericho is dressing up like little people, and he looks like a bloated corpse. It's great. That's fine. He's Chris Jericho. Sure. 
that. I mean, he beat Kenny Omega. Ooh. I mean, every 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 AAE and Omega's wrestling done right. <laughs> every AEW fan Seven star machine go, goes in, goes on and on about how he's the best wrestler in the world. I mean, and it's debatable, but he's not even the best wrestler in the promotion. I agree. Um, and that, Omega, that's, that's Marco Stunt. <laughs> I'm All more right. interested in a boy and his dinosaur than than. Kenny All right, it was Omega. confirmed today. <laughs> confirmed today on um, oh, si.com. All Elite Wrestling will crown its first women's champion um, at their TV debut on October second. Um, <gasps> what? what well, that, that's a good thought. Okay. I think they're both under contract, though. But um, my feet stuck. My, I, Colby said Marty and Flip as Jericho. Are they? They're still. I don't know when Marty's contract's up. I think Marty's through the year from yeah, what I've yeah, I think he's the end of the year. I think Flip's yeah. for a little while yet. Flip was a two-year deal when he signed. Cool. Um, oh, poor Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's tough. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed listening back to uh, to one of our Flip interviews on the uh, on the Best Of show last week. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see, um, A, what the – what the AEW Women's Championship uh, title looks like. I've always wondered what a women's title would look like in Japan. And um, and uh, also who is going to be the first AEW uh, Women's Champion. Uh, let, let, let's get to, and I'm being tongue-in-cheek there on purpose, by the way. Um, let's go to uh, Cody's comments about the uh, the target audience. Because I think that, that did get some attention uh, yesterday. He was on Busted Open. He said he hates the term casual fan because he believes it's vernacular to describe wrestling that is based on the Monday Night Wars. He said his focus uh, is always the base that built AEW. And that base, if you've seen it, you get it. And if you haven't seen it, it's just something that you have to see and feel. Uh, Bully Ray knows what I'm talking about because there's a lot of confidence that sometimes get can get misplaced for arrogance on my half or the elite's behalf. But I've seen the power. I've seen it. And that's why I want to focus on them uh first and foremost there's people who are plenty critical of what aew does and instead of signal boosting that i'd rather a hundred of the fans that we have in that base um than that one sulky son of a bitch that's not coming on board anyways um so you guys know that the first way to fail is to try and please everybody but i got to take care of the people who brought us to the dance in the first place and i think that will be appealing on a global level um now, I know a lot of people took that as um, Cody only wants to appeal to a small portion of wrestling fans. Uh, I think this was a very smart and very well thought out, calculated thing for Cody to say. Because it's a rallying cry for the people who are already a part of AEW. Like, who are already AEW fans. And who are going to be there anyway. So, I, I think what, to me, what this does is... Um, it does kind of draw a line in the sand and go, guess what? This is us. And it's kind of the way they've presented their their pay-per-view products in a way. It's kind of like, you know, we're going. Are you coming with us or not? So it, it's kind of in that same light. Like, to, to me, I've kind of like jokingly been like, ah, bold strategy here. But here, the, the thing that this, I think, also does, and I think it's it smart and calculated as well, is – similar to the people who claim to hate WWE but still watch it every week, the people who are going to claim to hate AEW or just because they're, you know, I'm flying the WWE flag 100%, 
They're, the the best way to win a war is to know your enemy, right? So those people are going to have to watch anyhow. So drawing the line in the sand, whether they want to, you know, talk out of one side of their mouth today and the, the other side tomorrow, is that this this is this is kind of a, a another war shot, and I'm here for it. I think it was it was a very smart thing for Cody to say, but uh, you know, it, it was it was calculated and bold. I don't have a problem with it. No, I don't either. I mean, I don't know what he. I mean, I, I don't think it's arrogant or cocky. I think you have to be. Well, I think there full is. Of a, yourself. I think there is a degree of of arrogance and cockiness to it, but you don't get you don't get all in without arrogance and cockiness, or at least self self belief, or ring of honors help, or ring of honors help. But you know, I don't think AEW doesn't happen. You know, and, and when you get a billion dollar backer. <laughs> There's going to be some arrogance and cockiness there because you have a billion dollars to play with. Right. So that helps as well. You got big old balls real quick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also, it's not a cus- it's not uncommon. The stance that Cody took, talking about how he wants to cater to those that brought him to the dance, that's the same thing in a different set of words that Steve Austin said in the middle of the ring during Raw Reunion. Sure. We're all family. We're family. I love you. You love you. I love him. We're He's WWE. my brother. It's my sister. We're family. That's what Steve Austin said in the ring. Right. Steve Austin's message was just as much for the boys as it was for, for the fans. It exactly. was for the fans. He's like, the WWE Universe, they're our family too. They're like the cousins we absolutely hate because they keep booing us when we're supposed to be sure. cheering. And then they the, cheering us when we're supposed and then to be the WWE.com exclusive afterwards where... He kind of, you know, it was kind of implied that, like, he's not done with the WWE, which means, guess what, where he's not going to be showing up. Right. Isn't it funny that at the same time that Austin goes, comes back to WWE for Raw Reunion, he also has a USA TV show announced that debuts August 12th, and it is hot on the heels of AEW uh, talking about counter-programming and how we're a family and everything else like that. It's like it is an arms race for yeah. talent. And while AEW is signing Chris Van Vliet as a ring announcer, uh, who I've sung his praises and he's, he does absolutely great work, uh, WWE is really trying to keep guys like Rob Van Dam, who still have some bumps left on their bump <laughs> card, off the radar. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the Avengers. Yeah. Okay. Dollar Store Avengers. Like, we didn't get a chance. <laughs> yeah, we missed this Yo, last week. This we is the second about... time I've been involved in a meme becoming bigger than the show because the radio station I worked for, that I actually worked for, is responsible for the John Cena meme. <laughs> the the radio clip of John like, Cena. yeah, like. Really? Yeah, the super show. And his yeah. name is John Stamos. That is, that is. <laughs> So the guy saying his name is John Cena, his name is Nick Taylor. He works for Z104 in in Virginia Beach, Virginia, WNVZ. He is super talented. He's a wrestling fan. I love Nick Taylor. He's he's like my uncle. You guys are close. We're he's not my family. Oh. One of us I mean, was I feel one like of uncles us was, are family, but one whatever. of us was born with the name Taylor. Fair. Um Right, it's it's it, you know it it is. We won't uh, expose your gimmick I, though. Don't thanks, worry. Thanks, appreciate I, it. I did. I did a you know. Obviously, I had to chuckle when I see the hurricane post our meme, and you know how could you do this to us, internet? But then, but also, 
I um, love that to some people who don't even follow us. Like it was at three count Thursday. Yeah, I'm like that. Great. It's like hey, like, it sure was. Thanks, guys. Like the minute I saw that, I'm like, oh my god. Like, and it just kind of rolled out of my brain, and and magic happened. But that's uh, the second post that I can remember. The other one that, was the glasses. Was it the glasses no, girl? Who was the, the other one? one? Was um, it wasn't even a glasses girl. It was a picture after WrestleMania. That like I think we just scooped off the internet somewhere with the Undertaker with his like coat. And the gloves in the ring. Oh yes! And we had just something, something along the lines of like, the lights are back on, the show's over, but the respect remains. Just take her shit in the yeah, ring. You, you can and see the like them disassembling the arena. I remember that, that guy photo. Just, I think it was tweeted. Just caught wild. Yeah, yeah. And just, I mean, it, every, every once in a while, I'll say we every still so get often, we'll still get a retweet on that. So like, we're like the Family Guy, or we're, we're the Family Guy manatees that are creating the yes. ideas. But I, but I, I, I had to, I had to chuckle, like when you had Rob Van Dam, who is like part of Impact Wrestling, and kind like, of they're they're interviewing him, and he's like, I haven't heard a, a crowd ovation like that in over five years. I'm like, ooh, well, ooh, the. Uh, does Anthem still own Impact? Because if they do, I don't know who owns Impact. Who, whoever owns Impact, not happy about that. Well, um, who does? All right, own it's Impact? it's. There's a big difference between a hundred and a thousand, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's there is like a push and pull of who if who's getting in line. Like, um, I saw like I saw something come out today that um, W or uh, the Undertaker just signed that new deal back in like April. And it is uh, believed to be like a thousand year contract. Like and it, like like the WWE is signing all these big contracts. Like Mike and Maria, five year deal. Uh, the OC, five years. The OC, like, yeah, five years. Why like, would they sign for that long? I don't know. Financial stability. Yeah, <laughs> like if somebody wants to sign me for five years to anything, like, right? Like I'm in. Like yeah, like because it, also by the time that five, meme, over thirty one thousand people viewed that meme fucking amazing. on Facebook. Thirty-one, and that's just Facebook. That's, that's not even just Twitter. The Facebook, right? Yeah, and Twitter's more viral than that. When you, yeah, yeah, and 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 like that's that's just people it had that who over three hundred and twenty-two shares from our page alone of that. I was going to say that's not people saving the picture and reposting it, and that's why you tag a picture. People put your little put your little name on there if you're going to make some. Um, you sent it to our group chat, and I was like, "That's great." I mean, yeah. I said. Like I, said, I, think man, I think I just said, "Post it." Like, yeah, uh, you, that's what you did say. You're like, "Post it." And I'm like, "Just did." And and yeah, the magic happened. Uh, let's let's look real quick at the uh, the updated all out card um, because uh, Cody versus Sean Spears was confirmed this week. That singles match. Um, you got the three the three way match: Darby Allen, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc. You have a ladder match for the AAA World Tag Team Titles: The Lucha Brothers uh, versus the Young Bucks. You got a tag team match where the winners receive a first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament: The Best Friends versus the Dark Order. Of course, uh, Moxley versus Omega, and then uh, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho. So the card, obviously, which is now less than a month away, um, the card's stacking up to be be fantastic. Obviously, Very nice. matches will be added um, throughout this month. Uh, I'm sure. Um, crazy uh, SummerSlam is next Sunday. Let's just, let's keep right? that in mind. That's fucking bananas. Um, I got a hot take for that too. SummerSlam. For SummerSlam, yes, sir. Relating re- summer. relating to what? I'm already saying it right now. This SummerSlam is going to be the greatest SummerSlam of all time. Woo! Wow. Not. Uh, I don't even have. I don't even have to see the wow, rest of the card. Wow, 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 it's going to wow. be the best SummerSlam of all time. I mean, it's uh, it's stacking up. Um, 
the uh, what? What is your favorite SummerSlam before this? 2016 was a really good SummerSlam. That was John Cena versus AJ Styles. Are you okay. sure about that? Um, SummerSlam 92. Really solid SummerSlam. Um, was that the Wembley one? Yep, that was Wembley. Wembley was good. Yep. SummerSlam 95 wasn't bad. SummerSlam 90 was real good. SummerSlam 90 was I love solid. SummerSlam 90. That might be like my third like, favorite pay per view ever. That that's it was such a it I was such a good one. show. Yeah, like this is going to be show of the year. I believe you're not, you're not beating Mania. Yes, you are. I would be shocked. Yes, you are. That's bold. Okay. Look at the card. Read the card. Uh, Look at Mania's card. Uh huh. And Let's... then the outcomes that that we all mm-hmm. got at Mania. There's yep. no way. Just be ready. All right. I'll be ready. Because the card that's announced, like, the card that's teased. There's still matches that haven't been announced yeah, yet. sure. That are still up in the air, like who Roman Reigns' mystery opponent is. Daniel Bryan. I've heard three names. I've heard three names. Yep. What names Actually, no, I've heard two names. I've heard, what, Buddy Murphy because he Buddy was Murphy. working in the background. Buddy Murphy. Which, quite frankly, you want to give me that match? That's a banger. I'll take that fucking match. That's a banger. That match is going to be real good. I've also heard Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. That match I've is also heard Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. And I take that. There's a fourth name that has not been announced, but that I can absolutely see. What if it's Braun Strowman? Braun's not doing anything. Well, that's true. Braun's just snarling at Maria on Raw. That's That's fair. Um. (laughs) When did he become Snitsky? When Paul Heyman took over. Um, Which I also think is going to be the best thing for Braun Strowman. You know who I hope it was? I hope it was Paige. Um, all right. so, so this is Knock the this is the show confirmed so far. She's just leaning against the things. It wasn't even on purpose. Oops. Oopsies. I'm talking with the Kabuki race warriors here. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Have you seen my movie? Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Banger. Banger. Um, Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Banger. That, but I don't think that match is happening. And even if it's the other match they're talking about, that's a banger too. Because it's going to be a quick hitter. That's all I need. Yeah, it's what, it, it, Kevin Owens, Goldberg, um, Goldberg, Dolph Ziggler. Goldberg's just gonna thrash spear jackhammer. That's it. Get in and out. Get out of there. Yeah. Um, <gasps> U.S. title match: AJ Styles, Ricochet, Ball, uh, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. Twelve seconds. Yes. Yeah, I think. Remember it, what the demon did to Baron Corbin last SummerSlam? Yeah. That's what Balor's got to get smoked in this match. Yes. Got to. Honey Nut Cheerio just crushed. Yeah, just get it done. And it, because, again, he's, he is going away for a little while, so that's a Ballerous. that's a perfect way to get out but of it. But it's also The Fiend. Like, yes. we have to you make ha- The right. Fiend. Please, please, uh, anytime we talk about Bray Wyatt. Don't even, stop saying his name. He's The Fiend. The Fiend. We've please, never seen The Fiend. Please, do this right. Please. I'm just I'm going to be putting it out there. Yowie, the world. Yowie, wowie. Please do this right. What do we do in the meantime? For what? For Bray, for, for the, for Bray Wyatt. Does he go back to the funhouse and he's like, hey, I think, guys, I'm sorry what you saw he last was week. A, he That's was, not did you me. See Smack, you didn't see SmackDown? I did. I missed it this week. He, the funhouse was on this week. God damn it. Okay, I did miss it. I think what happens is Bray Wyatt becomes the voice box for The Fiend. And Bray... He's happy-go-lucky. He's nice. He's the Firefly Funhouse dude. 
and like he's like, ah, oh, I love Finn Balor. He's so great. Yeah, but but the, it, but the Fiend don't like you that much. Yeah, and that's kind of the way the tone of the Funhouse was this week. Is like yeah. Bray was talking, and then he started totally talking about it. the Fiend, dude, and it like just his his entire face, his demeanor, and everything can, just got real dark. Now, this is a super hot take, but I feel as though, and this is me prog mark down date dateline August first. August 1st, 2019. That's a good time. They are setting the table for The Fiend and Bray Wyatt to be two characters. Oh, I hate it. No, I think it's great. And But actually make it a whole different person. That the, 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 the personality of The Fiend manifests itself out of Bray Wyatt and another person becomes The Fiend. Hmm. Hey, Tucky! <laughs> I'm thinking maybe his brother. Ooh. What if it's Bo Dallas? I still like I like I like Otis better. Bray Wyatt and Otis have nothing in common. Just a little short, stocky guy like Bray's like with what his the tongue fuck is... co- his tongue coming out through the clown mask. <laughs> Pretty lady. <laughs> I fucking love it. Hey, I love it. Hey, Rabbit Rabbit. <laughs> it's the greatest. Uh, dude, I would die. Like, can, can we make that happen on an episode of ENC? Abby. Just wear like a fucking wig and a mask. That would be great. Uh, uh, can that happen on like the Halloween episode of SmackDown, please? Where Tucky dresses it. up as the Fiend. Uh-huh. And the Fiend can come out and destroy him. That's fine. Just have yeah, him dress yeah, up, just, right? <laughs> Just let that happen. <laughs> Jim is dead. <laughs> um, of course, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, um, gonna be got, gonna be fire. If Owens loses, he quits WWE. Yeah, sure. Um, Kofi defending against Randy Orton should that, be the main event, dude. That the build for this match has it's been ten years long. So good, it's ten years old. It is so good. Um, but it's okay. WWE doesn't do anything long term. No, right? never. They never, never acknowledge once. the past. No, uh-uh, never. They, it's, it's and this is like the eighth time we're seeing this match. Oh god, that fucking tweet. God. But it's the first time in like ten with, years with these implications and this version of Randy Orton and, and this, this version, version of, of Kofi, Kofi right, Kingston. Right. right. The, that tweet the is majority. So the majority of, of their that, powers. The majority of the matches that people are complaining about, we've seen four or less times. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. Just. And, like, somebody was like, I'm kind of getting tired of AJ Rick's shit. You're getting tired of seeing great matches every week? Like, fucking bangers every week? I, I don't know how he can be tired of that. If you're going to get tired of that, you're not watching AEW, I'll tell you that much. Um, Bailey. No, and Bra- I think AEW is right up the rally then. Well, it's no, going to be Cody versus Sammy Guevara for no reason. And then it's no, going to no, be MJF for oh, no yeah, reason. Right, they'll just give you, they'll just give give you, you matches. different matches. Um, Bailey versus Ember Moon, SmackDown Women's title. Uh, Becky Lynch, Natalia, that's uh, now a. Submission match, I believe. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but it looks like it's going yeah, that way. And I'm down with it. Yeah, sure. It'll be the Toronto screw job. Um, and then the oh, I like that. There, uh, there's there, there's people that that at least I, I've read rumors with a Z um, that they may go Natalia wins via screw job. So okay. so you All get right. the, so you get the Canadian hero winning via screw job, which obviously brings her up as a heel. And gets more sympathy on Becky as a face. I think that's that's perfect. Um, and then Lesnar versus Rollins for the Universal Title, which Whether, is going to be fire. Yeah, the, the match is going to be just fine. Um, that match at Mania was great. I don't know why people would bitch about that. Like I thought that was a great match. They put on a really solid match. They did. 
And people had a problem with they it. Sure I, don't, I, just, I don't know. Because in the world of the internet, if it's not exact, here's the great thing about it. That match could be exactly what one person wanted. But the other 5.99999 billion people in the world think that person's an absolute idiot. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, if you, if you look at, if you look at a, a wrestling Twitter feed and response and react to an episode of Raw, or if you see somebody tweet, hey, I, I missed Raw live last night. Should I watch it? Just go into the comments and the responses on those on those posts. Yes, no, because yeah, there's no. there's yes, it's absolutely it was great. Ah, it was pretty good. I'd still watch it. Nah, you know, you could probably just uh, you know read the recap. No, it sucked. Uh, it really wasn't that great. You probably don't need to watch it. No, it was the worst raw ever. Nah, WWE should go out of business tomorrow. Like it, it's all varying degrees of right. those responses. But even the SummerSlam card that isn't announced. Think of the names that are left off. There's no SmackDown tag title match. There's no Raw tag title match. There's no SmackDown or there's no women's tag team title match. Drew McIntyre is left off. today or is it being Mojo Rawley that it's a, And that's a heartbreak. Who? Mojo Rawley. Uh, but but I, I thought I saw something today that, that it looks like it's going to be a, a, a four-way for the women's tag. With uh, the I Iconics, mm-hmm. Demandies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, the Race Warriors. Warriors, and Switch. Switch, yeah, that's uh, Marcus and I's uh, tag team name for Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. Oh, okay. Because at any point we could just switch them. Yes, we'll take them. Um. <laughs> switch. Um, yeah, like that's very demeaning. I'm very okay. sorry, but Jesus. they're both. That is incredibly both, demeaning. But they're both Tim. absolutely attractive. From Ryan, everybody's like, "Yep, that's right." From Tim, everybody's like, "The fuck!" Well, like, man, that well, feels that feels off. Okay, look, guys, like, that's not I'm, right. I'm operating on very minimal sleep. I mean, one has an accent. <laughs> um, but she hot though. But that I'm not uh, saying she's not. That match, I mean, even that sounds fine. But yeah, there's still a Raw tag team title match, SmackDown tag team title match, Intercontinental title. Who's the intercontinental? Uh, Shinsuke. Uh, there's there's the a inter- talk of Shinsuke versus Ali. Uh, I'll for take the IC it. title. Yes, I'll take that. The and the Cruiserweight title. Championship, and the 24-7 title. Which didn't exist at Mania, so you're right. SmackDown is greater than. That is that is true. Ding, ding. I'm sorry. SummerSlam is Summer greater Slam. than. My, Mike Kanellis' tweet of like, I'm so torn right now, showing like Maria sleeping next to the baby with the title. I'm like, why are you hesitating, bro? Pin her. Now's your shot. Did you see that he was like, shoot, does any, shoot. he's like, does anybody have a... A referee shirt that'll fit a twelve-month-old. <laughs> that Drake Maverick tweet, though, the picture of Murray. Oh, the <laughs> the wanted picture. Yes, yeah. and, and then, then the quote R- Renee's response. <laughs> You're gonna lay on her for three seconds, but you can uh, bang your wife, your wife or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Everything. Everything they have done. I love everything with about the twenty-four-seven title. Also, the hidden highlight that Renee Michelle wore the colors of the twenty-four-seven of the, of the title. title. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it is just, it has just been so freaking good. Um, obviously, uh, the OC won the Raw Tag Team Titles this week. The entire cast of the OC won the titles. Yeah, so that's uh, that's fantastic. Um, oh, WWE, they had blood and guts this week because because oh, no. Rollins bit a blood capsule. Like I love how like people were like comparing that it's to a gusher like, to yeah to the to the gusher, um, man. I wish we would have had more time to talk about 
Sami Zayn's booking because like I, there was a guy who last week. Oh, and, I and, forgot Sami Zayn and Alistair Black on SummerSlam. Yeah, like uh, there was a guy complaining that uh, Sami Zayn is being disrespected because he loses all the time, and I'm like, he is. So he's a heel, right? I'm like, he has been promoing and or wrestling on every WWE TV show because it's he's been on Raw and SmackDown pretty much since he's come back. Also, didn't know if you knew this. He is one of the best wrestlers in the entire freaking world. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, but you have to win for WWE to show that they respect you, Tim. Uh, he is didn't... literally the only wrestler they've allowed address AEW. He's... No, that doesn't matter. To quote, to quote a television show called Mad Men, uh, that's what the money's for. No, that doesn't matter either. It ha- you have to win matches. I want, but it's only I want to be appreciated. No, no. I want to be appreciated. No. That's what the money's for. No, you have to win matches. Oh, so you want to add? You want a visible at? Hey, you know what? He's never won a world title. Good job, kid. But that five point nine 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 billion people. Oh, they're right. Are happy to see him lose because he's a heel. Yeah. No. No. You have. He had. He had to have won a world title. Otherwise, WWE hates him. Oh, but he should just go back under the mask. El Generico was so good. What about the orphanages? Like, it just... The orphanage. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, he's not being disrespected, people. Just, he's not. Maybe uh, we don't understand wrestling, though. That maybe, also could maybe. be. That, that's entirely possible. Um, three Count Thursday is actually an arithmetic uh, podcast where we just teach people <laughs> how to count to three every Thursday. Um, e equals MC squared. One, two. Oh no! Wow. As of oh, uh, no. as of earlier today, um, the SummerSlam has sold out, uh, and NXT Raw and SmackDown in Toronto all have not sold out. Um, I didn't look to actually see what the actual um, available tickets uh, have been. They are running a promotion where you can get twenty five percent off tickets uh, through Ticketmaster. So. That takeover card is looking really good too. Takeover is going to be solid again. People overreacting to SmackDown not selling. SmackDown at the end of a four day um, Big Four weekend usually doesn't do well. People are burnt out for one, I and mean, they're trying to get When's back the to work for two. Sell out for SmackDown anyway. I don't like, know. Realistically, I, I don't know. Also, also though. Toronto is the most expensive place in the world to live. Yes. And that arena, huge. Number one. That arena, huge. It's the former Air Canada Center. Yeah. It's, it's, I want to say it's, it's around 20. I know it's around 2021 for hockey. It's the Scotiabank Arena. Yeah, Scotiabank yeah, Arena, big. former Air Canada Center. That, that, it, it's, a, it's a big boy Jeez. arena. It's yeah, the champion, the world champion Toronto Raptors play there. Yeah, you know, here's the deal: if the WWE ends up selling the first round Toronto Maple twenty dollar tickets, they can afford to do that. Yeah, Canadian twenty dollar, right? So that's Canadian, which is like not even real money. No offense. According to uh, multiple reports, the WWE will be ending the wild card rule um, post SummerSlam. Do you have God. the Hallelujah chorus on that soundboard? No, no big announcement, but it is. Which, does. which also it begins to make sense because coming out of SummerSlam, then you're getting, um, getting more the into box. the Heyman slash Bischoff eras. Hmm. You're heading towards the draft. You're heading towards the TV splits. I think I said that. Yes, it, like <laughs> just just look. It, it got us through the period of time where people don't typically watch wrestling anyway. Exactly. Um, 
Monday, Impact Wrestling announced uh, that they have signed Tennille Dashwood as uh, to the Knockouts roster. Big shock. Uh, Tennille will make her uh, Impact debut sarcastic? in Mexico City no, on okay. August 15th and 16th. Great signing. It's a great signing. A spectacular signing. Didn't know Impact was still signing people. No, nope, me neither, to be 100% honest. Spe- I like, was sure. At least not that, people of, of that. I was sure as sin she was going to AEW. <laughs> Devin. Devin's got to go. He said he thinks the last time a SmackDown sold out is when The Rock was in Hershey before uh, WrestleMania was at 29. Dude, SmackDown 1000 probably sold out. The SmackDown, uh, 900, SmackDown 900 sold out, sold out. because um, because it did. Because we ended up ha- having to sit not in seats. But the SmackDown with Evolution. Yes. And that was in uh, that was in DC. DC. So, yeah, that, that one I, I think sold out as well. Yeah, it had to have. Was that- uh, Give me what I want. No, no. that was that Triple was... H has done everything in this company or done everything in this business except beat me. Oh, okay. That was the that Batista's was the planting of the seeds. Got it, the plan of the for, seeds. Uh, for on the... October sixteenth, two thousand and seventeen, my or two thousand eighteen, my birthday. Okay, we get it. Yes. Devin was wrong. Kick, kicking <laughs> the kid when he's down. Sorry, <laughs> block him. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> uh, How Brit- do you delete <laughs> the? Uh, in the latest edition of Being the Elite, Britt Baker uh, answered a question about uh, her re- recovery from a concussion. She said, uh, thank you so much for asking. Uh, and to everyone who's been following up and asking, uh, you guys are the best. I'm doing fantastic. It was a rough couple, couple of weeks, um, but I feel good. I'm in great care of the with the AEW doctors and trainers, and uh, I'm hoping to get cleared any day now. Baby. So that's cool. uh, that's a good thing. That was a scary one. Um that puts CM Punk's mind at rest if he decides to come back. Yes. Yeah, Z-Pak, yeah. The doctors are there. Z-Pak and... doesn't work for AEW. Right. So. Um, does Z-Pak still work for WWE? I think so. Okay. Dr. Amon. Yeah, I just I think you like when you see doctors on TV, you don't see him. I've, I've well, noted that. Probably. Yeah, it's probably part of court cases. Uh, as reported by PW Insider, uh, NXT superstar and former Three Count Thursday uh, guest, Karen Q., uh, has undergone surgery after suffering a broken ankle during an NXT live event uh, this past weekend. She was teaming with Bianca Belair in Atlanta, Georgia, against Rhea Ripley and uh, Raina Gonzalez. Um, so uh, no timetable's been set. We wish her the best. Yeah, there's a lot of great women's tag teams that are developing. Like, Raina Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley looks to be like a really strong powerhouse, like, uh, pin-up strong type Natalia Beth Phoenix team. I like it. Karen Q was teaming with Zia Lee for a lot. They were the okay. Asian invasion, um, and that was a really solid uh, team for females in NXT coming up. Uh, yesterday, WWE uh, at WWE Games tweeted that the WWE 2K20 cover reveal kicks off August 5th Yep, uh, with more details uh, coming as well. Yep. Uh, there's been a lot of um, rumors and speculation, blah, blah, blah. On who the cover or cover athletes may be, um, I think it's probably your WrestleMania main event. It's Becky Lynch on the main on the cover. So, solo, yes. Okay, with both titles overhead. Yep. I mean that that wouldn't. It'll that be would... it'll be this pose. Okay. And um, it, the story mode will be Becky Lynch going through NXT, coming up, doing the submission sorority. Uh, uh, I mean PCB, <laughs> and then everything moving forward uh yeah 
I don't care what the, who's on the cover. I don't care anything about that. Give me GM mode, you cowards, and that's all. Yeah, that that's kind of the, the GM mode, or I'm not buying this shit game either. I'm sorry. I'm very hyped about. Punch this. your hand one more time. Thank you. Um, Ow. On, on Tuesday, Netflix. <laughs> Uh, announced that the Big Show show, a half-hour multi-cam <laughs> comedy series starring the Big Show, um, production uh, on the ten-episode series begins in Los Angeles. Please tell me you have the synopsis of the show. In oh, I have the you. full. I have the press release <laughs> alongside the Big Show. Uh, Paul White. The series stars Allison Munn, uh, Raylan Caster, Juliet Donenfeld, and uh, Lily Brooks O'Brien. According to Netflix, the Big Show show focuses on the following premise when the teenage daughter of big show a retired world famous wwe superstar <laughs> superstar comes to live with him uh his wife and two other daughters he quickly becomes outnumbered uh and outsmarted despite being seven feet tall and weighing 400 pounds he is no longer the center of attention the big show show is netflix's latest project with wwe superstars following the recent announcement of the family film the main event um, the comedy series joins a growing slate of live-action series featuring kids and teens and made-for-families, which include Family Reunion, Malibu Rescue, No Good Nick, Alexa and Katie, and the upcoming series The Letter for the King and The Babysitter's Club. I can't wait. Dude, I'm going to watch it. I can't wait to shit on it. Oh, it's going to be awful. Big Show, though, is a great... He's very good with comedic timing. Yes. Uh, I'm, I, I just hate that Like the premise is... Big Show's retired, and here comes his teenage daughter. Oh it's God. like the game plan, the TV show. Right. It, it, it's, it's so cliche. It's, it's, it's a lot of that canned laughter oh, right yeah. there. Um, what was I going to say? What else was I going to say? I don't remember. Nope. But good, good for Big Show, man. I think I think we should do watch alongs for uh I Patreon am content. Absolutely I'm here to do a watch along for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe just for YouTube. Just for us. Um <laughs> all right, and uh and finally the last news item I have, MLW and uh Noah have announced that they uh they are forming an alliance. Uh the all encompassing partnership will feature athletes exchanged between the two organizations as well as opportunities to share content in addition to other opportunities. Uh, the partnership will commence with an MLW wrestler participating in the 2019 N1 Victory Tour that commences this August. Uh, the wrestler will be revealed at a later date. Uh, MLW uh, CEO and founder Court Bauer said Pro Wrestling Noah has a rich history of promoting, promoting some of the greatest wrestling bouts in the history of the sport. This is a very exciting partnership. We look forward to joining Noah and beginning a new voyage for a new era. Um, so, hey, look. It goes back to, you know, anytime we've seen like, you know, NWA and Ring of Honor work together, which is no longer uh, a thing. They are no longer working together. I saw that last week. But when you have companies that are working together for the greater good of professional wrestling, that's a good thing. Um, and uh, by, by all accounts, MLW is absolutely killing it. Uh, you know, Noah has, has always been uh, quality programming um, for those that are... Um, you know, in, into that style. So uh, I think this this benefits both companies. I agree. I got nothing else. Do you want to go a little bit late and bang out a quick Ooh, trivia? Let's bang out a trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang yeah, with yeah. us, folks. We are almost done. We're going to knock out some trivia here. Let me go. I got to find the music. Run that music. Tim's tired. Jim has a chance. 
Oh, yeah, he does. I feel like I don't, but okay. Okay, here we go. Ten random trivia questions. I do have one tiebreaker if needed. Beautiful. I'm excited. Are you ready? Yes. Again, you say your name to buzz in. I will stop reading when you say your name. Gotcha. Are you guys ready? Yes. Jim. Yes. (laughs) Who was the third president of the United States? Tim. Thomas Jefferson. That is correct. I'm going to have to keep track here. Next question. What is Canada's national animal? Tim. Yes. The moose? That is incorrect. Jim. Yes. Black bear. That is incorrect. It is the beaver. God damn Ah. it. I knew that. It is the beaver. Fuck. That was in How I Met Your Mother. The beaver song. I didn't even know that. Uh, Which character said live long and prosper? Tim. Yes. Spock. That is correct. Jim, come on, man. I can't. Our names are the exact same length. They sound very the same, yes. Question number four. What is the name of Batman's butler? Tim. Yes. Alfred. That is correct. I fucking hate everything. (laughs) Sorry, I thought I I was... No, no, it's okay. I just fucking... Oh, my. (laughs) Do I need to wait a second? No, no, I'm just a fucking idiot. This, this is just lag. in my head right now. <laughs> Who was the 1983-1984 M- NBA MVP? Jim. Yes. Larry Bird. That is correct. Nice. I wasn't Larry born. Larry Bird. Oof. Neither was I. What was Chandler's last name on the television show Friends? Jim. Yes. Smith. No. Tim. Yes. Friends is an overrated television show. <laughs> I'm going to deduct a point. It was Chandler Bing. Kind of stupid. War- horrible name, even worse search engine. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Bing, bing, bong. Which were the two members in the wrestling stable, the American Males? Tim. Yes. Marcus Alexander Bagwell, Scotty Riggs. That is correct. Jim, you can tie it up. An idiot sandwich. You got four. Jim has one. There's three questions left. Oh, he, he can tie it up. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yep. Sure. What is the fourth planet from the sun? Jim. Yes. Mars. That's correct. Jim's big comeback, folks. Don't call it comeback. Who is also known as the Maid of Orleans? What? The Maid of Orleans. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I didn't think anybody would get it. Uh, the manic, the, uh, the the window's gone. Is that your final answer? No, no, oh, no. Okay. It was a response to... I have no, fu- no clue. Made of Orleans. No clue. Anybody would take a stab at it. Tim. Yes. The woman from the Popeyes commercial. That's very close. Incorrect. Jim, just take a stab at it. I, no, I did Incorrect. It was the Joan of, Joan of Arc. Oh. Uh, we're gonna I was going to say something far more offensive. He cannot tie. I was going to say something far more offensive. I'm glad you didn't. I'm, I'm glad um, I didn't either. E equals MC squared. What does this C represent in the equation E equals MC squared? Glad I didn't answer Albert Einstein. Um, Jim. Yes. Carrot cake. No. Damn Close, it. though. 
character. Isn't velocity? That is incorrect. Energy equals mass times, times the acceleration. S- the speed of light. Jesus. Oh, C light. is the speed of light. What's squared. the tiebreaker? Just uh, the tiebreaker, uh, just for shits and gigs. Uh, what state is Grambling University located? Jim, Georgia. Yes, that is incorrect. Ohio? That is also incorrect. It is uh, Louisiana. Oh. Uh, again, I took that from our interview. You can tell when I was finishing my questions today. Oh, fuck. I should have known that because the Grambling and Southern game always took place at the Superdome because it was about it was the the battle of it was the two uh, the two schools in New Orleans or two schools in Louisiana. The la- then I had one more in case nobody got that. Sure. Tonight is my fir- tonight is the first ever WrestleMania. My match is next, and I'm challenging for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Who am I? Don Morocco. That is incorrect. Tonight is tonight is the very first WrestleMania. Uh huh. My match is next, and I'm challenging for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Who am I? Who challenged for the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania One? That is the question. Yes, rephrased. Oh, don't make me beg now. Brought up earlier tonight in our interview I with Brittany. Junkyard dog. The junkyard dog. Wow. I'm an idiot. That, that was close. It was two to four. I don't think it was that close. Yeah. God. I just started. I started off really hot. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Tra- I think you knew the ones that he knocked, you know, the spots. Yeah, I, I think did. everybody. I yeah. did. Alfred's a, a given. He just he was quicker than you. Sorry that upsets you. It's too. okay. No, it's, it's it's fine. I don't work tomorrow, so I'm, I'm fine. Fuck, Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, eat dick. Go to the beach again. Will Jackass, do. Jackass, son of a bitch. Tim, where can people follow you? At another tool man across all platforms. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you uh, care. Uh, uh, I stream on twitch.tv slash notthetoolman every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll be live at 8 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be playing some more Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. If you want to hear more wrestling come out of my mouth, every Monday at midnight, final wrestling place. You can find it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, we probably can be there. Or you can just find us on the mothership of SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash final wrestling place. Thank you. Ryan, where can people follow you, bro? You can follow me. It's at R-Y-N and then the word Eagle, R-Y-N Eagle. Uh, I don't tweet enough, so just make sure you follow the show. That's the real important thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah, so. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, following the show is important. Also, follow Superhuman. He's a real stuntman. He is. He is absolutely a real stuntman. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. We appreciate you uh, listening in. We also appreciate Brittany Nicole uh, joining us tonight. A great interview with her. Make sure you're following her on all of her social medias. Again, uh, go to uh, our website, threecountthursday.com. Buy merchandise. Put, go to our Patreon and subscribe there. Subscribe to our show on all podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And make sure you check out our home network, NGSCSports.com, as well as the sponsors of this show, Alicia's Pillows and Things. Get your house decorated with some of the best stools, pillows, and much, much more. Log on to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Also, CoolEyeCover.com. Get 50% off your first order of great sunglasses you got to email ESG Marketing Solutions at gmail.com. Again, ESG Marketing Solutions at gmail.com. You get 50% off of your first pair of glasses over at cooleyecover.com. But you have to email ESG Marketing Solutions at gmail.com. Guys, we appreciate it. We thank you for joining us. We went a little over time this week, but we had a week to catch up on. So 
uh, we had to do that. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. <laughs>